So, Rob, I had a few questions. Figure we could do a little get to know you getting Let's into the it. show here. So Let's do uh, it since I'm not a fun guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm curious because I don't actually know a lot of these. Uh, we don't, you and I don't, haven't talked about a ton of like pop culture before. So right. uh, this will be fun to kind of get to know you as well, cool. but obviously for Brent and the Let's listeners. So uh, DC or Marvel or don't care? Uh, I'll I'll remind you, Rob. Uh, you are under oath. So <laughs> please proceed. I'm I'm gonna go uh, in in between. I don't care, and slightly towards DC. Oh, okay. Interesting oh, choice. Interesting. You know? Okay. This might be the shortest guest appearance we've ever had on the show. Um, <laughs> Sorry, man. Sorry. No, I love, this is why I wondered. Yeah. I love movies. I love sports. I love uh, music. I love entertainment. Mm -hmm. And uh, as a kid it just wasn't really a part of like, my dad was not a big influencer ver, influencer of much, mm -hmm. you know? So I basically, uh, I live this life of like Monday through Friday or Monday through Friday for two weeks, super strict. And then one, like every other weekend I got to go to my grandparents' house and basically like do whatever I wanted. Yeah. Like me, I was ecstatic as a kid when I got a Batman, when I saw the movie Batman and I got a Batmobile. That oh, okay. was like, I'm a, yeah, that, I'm into that. That was, that was amazing for me. I played with that one toy for like 10 years because toys rarely came across mm -hmm. for me. It was mm -hmm. like me, a bike and a skateboard and like, yo, get lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, like hardly any TV, you yeah. know, as okay. a kid, you know, it was basically like He-Man, Voltron, uh, Matlock. <laughs> or Andy, the big Andy, three Andy, the big Andy Griffith it was like there was there That's was amazing. three there was three click channels and my dad was working so I had to fend for myself and oh I wasn't God. allowed to like watch a scary stuff crazy stuff so yeah I grew up pretty sheltered and then I spanned out and I would dream of you know comic books and characters and all that stuff but I think the closest I got to that stuff was Batman and Robin man it, pretty simple yeah Crossover episode between Matlock and Voltron. That was pretty interesting. Dude, like click, it, 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 it was it a click work. back and forth between commercials. <laughs> yeah, between commercials. You made your own crossover. Hey, I would keep up. I would stay up on the case of Matlock, and I would click it over. Oh my that's god, it's right. amazing! I would love, yeah, if you had like a weird memory where you're like trying to explain to someone, like you remember that Voltron episode where like. Well, Matlock was there, obviously, but he was solving mm -hmm. that case. You remember that case? Yeah. And they're like, right. "What are you talking about?" It's like you just like made this plot line all to yourself. Hey. It worked, man. I, I made a lot badass. of plot lines to myself. Trust, <laughs> trust me, man. I was a loner. You know, I had to do what I had to do. Oh right. my god, that's pretty amazing. I like that. Uh, that was such a unique crossover uh, <laughs> when it went to Matlock. That yeah, was great. Um, so you mentioned uh, music. I was curious of uh, a favorite music genre and any maybe favorite bands or anything. I mean, man, my dad was a hardcore rocker. I when I was growing up, I I would sleep in the this little tiny office that they converted into a soundproof jam room. So, yeah. so he had a band and he was a hardcore rocker. And then during the day he was building furniture and I was flipping between He-Man and Matlock. Yeah. So that was, that was the lifestyle that I, I lived growing up. I would be like this kid living in a wood shop, uh, packing his bong. <laughs> they, they were blowing big smoke, jamming out all night. And I was crashed out on the couch. <laughs> with a full hardcore rock band so definitely uh old school rock classic yeah. rock i like new rock uh you know i'm a big metallica fan i'm a big leonard skinnerd fan nice. zeppelin 
Um, and then as I grew up and got exposed to more things and I wasn't so sheltered, I became a big fan of like, uh, you know, rap and hip hop and, uh, and from Houston. So you, mm -hmm. by default, you hear my grandfather was country. My dad hated country. Yeah. <laughs> my grandfather was country. So I'd listen to country music on the weekends, you know? And, uh, but other than that, it was just, it was really hardcore rock, but like, you know, Zeppelin and standard and black Sabbath. That was, that was a regular in my house. Mm -hmm. George Strait and Garth Brooks on the weekends. What an interesting thing to like I, I change to over. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I, I like it all. I, I, yeah. I, I honestly do. I, I like a lot of genres of music. I like to play music, um, play mm -hmm. the drums a little bit, play the guitar a little bit. So I'm cool. still on the, I'm still like a, I'm like a, have you ever heard shine down? I'm like a, a cross mm -hmm. between like shine down, which is a good, nice Southern rock band. And like uh, Chris Stapleton, Mm -hmm. Yeah, Those are big influences, you know, anybody with some good raw talent, I'll listen to. Oh, man, Chris Stapleton is just amazing. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. He just released a new song called uh, Cold. Oh, cool. Cold. And um, anyways, Cold is the like one. He's released two songs off of his new album. Incredible. Oh, awesome. Best songs he's released yet. Yeah, everything I hear from him is just amazing. I, I uh, you know, like Tennessee Whiskey um, was like his the first one that I heard from him. And then I found a new live version the other day on YouTube. And he was just, he spent like four minutes going through his bandmates and he sang them all. And it was goddamn gorgeous. Like I was like, I literally could listen to this guy, read the yeah. dictionary and be right. extremely happy about it even, you know? And when you watch him sing, he it's, it's so effortless. Yeah. And so soulful. It's it, it, it blows me away. I watched his brand new music video from, uh, his new album and uh it's just it's incredible when you watch that pure raw emotion and yeah. talent coming out of somebody it's very uh I, I, I dig it I, mm -hmm. I truly yeah. connect I truly connect with that and uh I, I can you can see it and feel it and sense it in certain artists that it's just overpowering their energy when they can just pour it out like that and just turn it into art I'm, I'm a big fan of it I can play music and stuff but just can't write lyrics for shit <laughs> i've been trying lately i've been picking up a guitar lately and uh yeah, trying to too. do some of my own stuff and it's like some of it's okay it's pretty oh, yeah, shaky right here, right here here we go oh cool yeah right there got your guitar you know, going so, on yeah when my wife wants to lay in bed at night i can always just pick up the guitar and just nice sit out on the deck and jam you know yeah lately we've been uh i've been practicing during the day and stuff just like you know trying different songs whatever and then at night um we usually just watch movies and stuff. My wife's pretty tired from work or whatever. We'll put on a TV show or movie. And lately I'll be like, Hey, do you mind if I just like play some songs? And she's just like, that sounds great. And I'm like, Oh, right. cool. Like you're actually into this. Awesome. Yeah. So I've been f trying to play songs that she likes. Um, so she can sing along or whatever, but she likes, but, uh, yeah, it's been fun lately. I've, we actually played last night. We went over to her parents' house and sat outside by the pool and her dad plays guitar. So we were, he was playing old like uh, Peter Paul and Mary songs and like Puff the Magic Dragon and like Cat Stevens songs and stuff. So, so you had it was like awesome. a mini jam session. Yeah, it, we're not good at it, but it was fun. <laughs> I mean, hey, jamming is jamming, no matter yeah. what. If you can get in a jam session somewhere, sometimes I'll have to. Uh, I have my computer set up where I can record through GarageBand, so yeah. I'll have to. I'll lay down like a track on the guitar. Mm -hmm. um, because I, I have it connected and then I'll come back with like the drums or I'll do vice versa. I'll lay down like a drum, a little drum loop 
Mm-hmm. And then I'll come back and try to play it with a guitar or something. I basically have to jam with myself is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, appreciate your jam session because <laughs> yeah. they're few and far in between. You know, they don't come Absolutely. by very often. So to be able to jam with someone live, I feel like that's what life is all about. Man. Yeah, it's it's super fun. Um, I mean, his brother had been, he actually just had a baby. So they're staying at home. They just had like a few days ago. Uh, congratulations, by the way. She's, yes. They're one of our yeah. listeners. Yeah. Hey, man. Yeah. Uh, congratulations. But uh, they, uh, he, he's been playing the ukulele. Um, he's been learning songs for his little baby. He wants to play him for. So um, they had been jamming a while, and that kind of got me wanted to play guitar again. But now that he had a ukulele, I was like, that was super fun because it's a lot easier just kind of like plink around on it by the pool and just kind of have right. a good time. So now I'm like, well, I got it. I got to get a ukulele now. So I have never my, thought I want uh, one. Yeah, I have my uh, five-year-old. Uh, she just turned six. Uh, I have her playing on the ukulele a little bit and sometimes she'll sit there and oh, she's cool. not playing anything but she'll like strum it and she'll go on this like six minute like song from the heart yeah yeah beautiful yeah and it's just it's so incredible to see her just if i pull out my guitar she'll go grab her little ukulele come over there oh. and sit and she just wants to feel that vibe of like yeah i'm, I'm jamming with Dad. yeah right that's you know? awesome and then i'm like okay you play me something and then she'll just go on this freestyle <laughs> like this where her her face and her head and she's just in another place and just singing from like just straight from her heart. Yeah. Like, I'll follow you wherever you go. I'll be your shadow. Like, <laughs> just, just pouring out her little heart. And she's so freaking cute that it's just ah, it makes me so proud to be. a dad. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I love the, my kids. Um, so my, my brother-in-law, Josh was the one playing the ukulele. His, uh, wife is a singer and she does like cabaret shows around here. She's done like operas and stuff in Houston. Um, and so we were, we were all hoped cause Josh has a really, uh, uh, we're going to say off key, uh, singing voice, but Sarah's is really? beautiful. So we're like, it's funny that they got together, but if he plays the songs and then she sings, it's great, you know? And then, uh, we're hoping that their daughter got Sarah's voice so that I, I just would love for her to be able to like, like your daughter, just pick up the ukulele and, you know, someday I just play along. That'd be a blast. So, yeah. Yeah. My oldest, she walks around the house singing her little heart out, but, uh, you know, we got to get her a little uh, musical tone yeah. she, so that she can, uh, she, she needs to be able to pitch herself. Yeah, yeah. Right. So. But uh, she's, I mean, she loves music too. So she'll come over there and she wants to sing. She wants to jam. She gets in the car. Turn it up, dad. You know, (laughs) I'm like, all right, wait, let me start it first. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. She, she loves music. So they're both uh, musically. I I hope to say that they are definitely musically inclined. Yeah. That's really cool. You can start a little family band. That's yep. my goal. That's my right? dream. <laughs> but trying, to, trying to get us all on the same page at the yeah. same time is like, you know, it's, you have to do it on their schedule. It's like, yeah, you want to play? Oh, let, let's go. Let's go record. You know, I think I recorded uh, a while back. I recorded a, uh, a song with them when we were in that moment where it was, mm-hmm. I was just playing on the guitar. I think I was playing Chris Stapleton. Um, uh, anyways, one of Chris Stapleton's songs, and then mm-hmm. uh, my daughter was like tapping or something on the dresser. So I took her upstairs and I put her on the drums and I turned the garage band oh, on. Awesome. I was recording her. I just showed her how to hold a steady beat. I was mm-hmm. playing a, a song on the guitar, and uh, I think she started singing to it. I think I started singing to it or something like that. But it led to you know nice little family jam sessions. So yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, so they're my musical influence now. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was I was trying to think I was like, yeah, you're going to find the balance between, you know, Metallica and the Wiggles. And then I was like, the Wiggles is like 15 years ago. I don't even know what kids shows are today. I have no like real good reference for that, but yeah. Some some uh, kids show. Dork. Kids kids shows these days are like Paw Patrol, you know. Or, Paw Patrol. I know that one. Yeah. yeah. Who doesn't that. know Paw Patrol? There man. you go. Yeah. Blaze Blaze and the Monster Machine <laughs> where when I clearly remember growing up there was a monster truck um there was a monster truck cartoon. I can't remember the name of oh. it. But there was a monster truck cartoon when I was growing up. Uh, mm-hmm. Stunt dogs. There you go. Stunt I remember dogs. that. Stunt dogs on patrol. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and now they have Blaze in the Monster Machine. So I feel like it's a remake or it's That's a robbery so of stunt dogs. I it was like DAWG, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. DAWGS. Yeah. yeah. 1992 to 1993. Uh, it's a team of stunt performers and their bulldog named Human stunt dogs. who mm-hmm. solve crimes and battle villains. That sounds excellent. I don't know this show. That sounds great. Stunt dogs. So that, I guess I was in my teenage years then. I oh, probably yeah, that's funny. to be watching it, but I was sheltered. So I took what you're, I could get. <laughs> you're like, this is better than Matlock. I, take what I, I took what I could get. Wait, there's a fourth channel. You know? yeah. Are the time? Time cha- same channel time change yeah there you Fast go forward five years oh man that's funny yeah whatever they're filling out the time with yeah whatever you can get access to exactly rob i actually have a, a question for you yeah, um now you had mentioned previously that you were raised in houston is that right man okay you're opening <laughs> you're opening a can of worms hold on no okay so so here's where i was going with this all okay. over the place you, you, I, you I live go... in a different place every two years oh wow. okay okay but you now reside in California, is that right? Cali. Okay. No. Uh, so my actually my again. question is Cali. My, my, my question is, yeah. do you know Daniel Sanchez? He also lives in California somewhere, and I fr- I haven't like researched it, but from what I understand, California is a pretty small state. <laughs> I know him. Just like Texas, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, one no, of my listeners. It's a very it's a very small town. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's I, it. Yeah. Daniel, Daniel, is that you? I don't know. Next time you walk out of your house, you might just scream, Daniel Sanchez, is that you? And if you say his name three times, he has to show up. I'll probably have a neighbor named that. There you go. <laughs> yeah, might be another Daniel Sanchez. My, my luck, he's probably in my area. Right. <laughs> if you say his name three times and then uh, spin in a circle, um, he'll jump through your bathroom mirror and floss your teeth. It's really fucked up. Yeah. Um, I need help flossing. It, really. Yeah. <laughs> but if you need help, you know. Uh, hey, always need help. Yeah, yeah uh, he doesn't. He doesn't use dental floss. He does like the dance, the floss. He does that to your teeth. Oh, to your teeth? Every one of them. Every one of them. It's time consuming. It's the main, main. Is he? There. Is he small? He can be. All right, yeah. cool. He's like an ant man. Yeah. Look, I'm a religious flosser. <laughs> You're like, I don't need the help. I, I firmly believe in flossing. I'm addicted yeah. to flossing now. Oh man, my wife I used to is not do too. it so much as a kid, but oh, now yeah. I can't eat without immediately flossing. Mm. Yeah, look, I see you checking your teeth. <laughs> I know. Now you said I was like, oh, I, have mm, I brushed yeah. my teeth right before the show, though, because I felt like I had breakfast a lot and I wanted to be right. clean for the show. But right. I, I admit I did not floss. So I've, I've become a religious flosser over the yeah. years. Now that we've shifted to flossing, I'm, I'm all about it. I do like uh, I, I like the floss sticks better than a floss. Like I, that's I all feel I like, use. Yeah, the I feel like picks, I use it more. That's it's the easier. way to go. Yeah. I mean, that's technology. Roll with it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I just bought a bike the other day, and uh, my cousin's husband, he bought a bike the other day, and he bought a, a bike. I bought a e-bike, 
like an e-assist. Oh, cool. Yeah. He paid, he paid the, almost the same amount of money as I did. And so when we're riding on the trails, I'm flying past him. I'm like, that's awesome. Him. Yeah. And he paid the same amount. And I'm like, dude, if the technology exists, roll with it, like invest in that technology, holding that's a piece sh- of floss, holding a piece yeah. of floss is that's prehistoric. It's a string. Get out that, of here with that. They make toothpicks. <laughs> the best ones are the one with the double floss. Yeah. You know? Oh like, yeah. You, yeah. You got to get true. with the times, man. You got to stay with the times. Yeah. And my wife brought up once, cause we try generally to be, you know, as green as possible, but she was like, this feels like it's like a lot more plastic on there. And I'm like, well, here's the thing. I'm either going to floss with that or I'm not, I'm just not going to floss if I don't have that because I want the technology and the right. wrapping around my finger shit and trying to get in there. I've always hated that. And I, I never did it. And now I'm like, I actually do it fairly regularly, which is like once a month. Anyway, mm-hmm. totally religious floss or just like you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's right. I do it twice. <laughs> a day now. Sometimes three. I'm like, I can't live without it. But uh, tell your wife, go to Whole Foods, get the biodegradable ones. There you go, man. Perfect. Done. Good I'm, a, I'm a bit of a Luddite when it comes to dental care. I still like to smear uh, powdered charcoal on pine cones and just oh, like wow. let it roll around my mouth for three, four hours. Just see like what happens, you know, um, just really like try to get the most out of, right. of, of my jaw as I can. Um, Is it, do you still have teeth? No, but <laughs> it, it kind of solves the problem. Then. That's how you yeah, wipe you your get... teeth. You get a fresh piece of charcoal out of the grill and just kind of scrub. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Get, to get some nice charcoal lather. Yeah. You know, and uh, it's, a, it's a proven whitening fact. Well, you know, it works for the uh, the other end of your body as well, if you know what I'm saying. That's right. Behold. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Brent's all about sticking charcoal it's brick a filter. up his yeah, I just, yeah. it's a look. <laughs> I don't want to know what he sticks, sticks up his ass, period. <laughs> yeah. It's just a filter for hey, you to, know. to each his own, man. <laughs> you know? You stick the charcoal up your ass, you eat the burger while watching. Oh there you, man. Hey, yeah. Hell that yeah. sounds like a great Sunday afternoon. Brent, let's get together, man. All right. Next we'll Sunday. It's yeah. a date. Right. <laughs> 10 a.m. Sounds like a party, man. Oh man! All right. Well, I think uh, I think we're we're pretty good into it now. So uh, we're going to start, and uh, we're doing it. I'm Stephen. I'm Brent. I'm and uh, yeah, awesome, cool. I I didn't. I will have that separately recorded. I will fix that in post. Uh, yeah, I won't. I'm not going to edit anything. You forgot but, it already. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. But yeah, uh, Rob. Thanks for joining us today, man. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Cool. Well, uh, welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff today. Uh, we've got a guest on, which means the show's going to be good. Uh, when it's just Brent and I usually kind of six, but, uh, it's always fun when we have new people on. So, um, yeah, we're going to keep it pretty simple today. Just doing the pop culture catch up. So kind of whatever anybody's, uh, consumed recently that they want to talk about. So uh, also we were going to get like heavily into long division and, um, thermodynamic, uh, airfoils. I actually um, feel like like that. Well, can you yeah. refresh me on short division before we go to long division? Because I don't know that. <laughs> Fuck long division. What about short division? Oh, my God. Okay, we'll just focus on pop culture then. <laughs> Please. Yeah. I was just gonna about to say, I don't, you know, Rob could really have some weird knowledge about thermonuclear dynamics, but uh, look, yeah. You got to <laughs> dumb it. Look, I'll be honest. You have to dumb it down for me. I'm Rob, a, we're on the same I'm level here. Stone this is as good, you yeah. get. I'm a <laughs> I'm a, a Texan living in California. I, I'm as Flintstone as you get, man. <laughs> uh, no matter well, where I go. This will be an interesting show then. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, Rob, did you want to start us off with uh, something you watched recently or whatever? Something that I watched recently. Uh, Matlock. 
<laughs> Do you want to review Matlock for us? <laughs> have you seen it recently? It's been a while, man. I haven't seen Matlock. Uh, what yeah. have I seen recently that is interesting? Mm, good question. Come back to me because I'm a yeah. You got to give, give give me a second to think about that. Yeah, no worries, Brent. You wanna you got anything to talk about? Throw something at me. Let's see. A, throw a slideshow up or yeah. some, <laughs> <laughs> some trigger words. <laughs> That's all I need to do is get triggered. I just need a little spark. Um. So I rewatched the final girls. Uh, Stephen, we've talked about oh, that yeah. on the, the podcast before. Um. Say, uh, have you ever seen this movie, Rob? I don't think so. It's Are like you a into horror, ho- horror, yeah, you comedy? horror stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm down to watch new things. <laughs> yeah. It came out uh what like 2015 or something so. like that. Mm-hmm. Like it was it was like somewhat recent, but um it's a a movie where uh, uh they the 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 cast that you follow actually goes into a movie in their universe so they're trapped in their own movie. Um mm-hmm. that type of thing they're trapped in a slasher film and uh, it's just like an overall like really good movie um and has a great cast in it. One of the people is Thomas Middleditch, who's yeah. on, uh, fuck, what is that show that's Silicon on HBO? Valley. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so watching him in that movie reminded me that there's something on Netflix called Middleditch and Schwartz, or Schwartz. Yeah. With, uh, him and uh, uh, actor Ben Schwartz, who's the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog, the, the greatest movie of 2020 so far. I think we can all agree. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's like a three-episode little like series on mm-hmm. Netflix and um, a, a long form improv show, uh, improv comedy. And uh, they get a prompt from the audience at the beginning of the episode. So maybe like five minutes and they've decided like what the story will, or like kind of the general direction they want to go. And then literally everything else is improvised during the performance. Yeah. yeah. It's so fucking funny. I laughed so hard the other night as I was like sitting in bed, my wife was asleep next to me that I thought <laughs> I was going to wake her up. And that's just something you don't do. She is not somebody who likes to be awoken mm-hmm. uh, for any reason. Right. Um, right. I think I mentioned this on the show, but I actually woke her up from a nap to propose to her. Um, <laughs> and it's like, it's kind of been downhill since. But yeah. you still can't uh, move your shoulder right where she stabbed you. No, yeah, I've yeah. got rotator cuff problems yeah, for yeah. sure. Just like doesn't sound very smart. No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she went through with it, so yeah, well, I guess. Yeah, she was not happy at the wedding. Uh, must have been a nice continues ring. to this day. Yeah, <laughs> it must have been a really nice ring. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, must For have me. been a, a big penis. Uh, hey, uh, that, yeah. is that yeah, how you that her up sure. out of the yeah. nap <laughs> with, the, with the forehead jab? Babe, <laughs> I something I want to ask you. But first, there's a ring on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she must have a well. She's got either got a really big finger or a really small ring. <laughs> well, that went up in the air, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so I watched this uh, the show on Netflix, and uh, I fucking loved it. It was so much yeah, fun. Yeah, so awesome. Would certainly recommend it if you are in a uh, jovial mood, want something fun to watch. Uh, Middle Ditch and Swartz. Why do I keep fucking hard to say? Yeah, yeah. on Schwartz. Netflix? <laughs> May the Schwartz be with you. It's a funny Man. name. Uh, I'm going to keep track of that because it sounds like something I would like. I like comedy. I, I'm into comedy. I like seeing improv and stuff. So maybe something I'll look into. Check it out. Hell yeah. Yeah, I've seen the first two of the episodes. We watched the first one and then like another one like a few weeks later. Um, so I need to finish it. And they're great. I just haven't finished it. But uh, I like both of those dudes a lot. Um, ben Schwartz was on Parks and Rec. Um, he's John Ralphio. So I always liked him in that. And then, like you said, he does a lot of voices and stuff now, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, they are like Brit and I, you know, try to, you know, 
all of us uh, podcasting, we ever try to like improv a little bit during this and just fail at it a lot of times, <laughs> or they just crash and burn eventually. And to think that like they get a brand new story within like five minutes and then spend like 30 minutes concocting this like these really elaborate improv scenarios on these shows. It's like, it's really fascinating to watch them work uh, kind of at the top of their game. And it's super fucking funny. So yeah, yeah. definitely recommend that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll check that out because uh, I'm always interested in, in seeing uh, improv and how comedy works. I'm a big mm-hmm. comedy fan. So mm-hmm. I, I actually, at some point, I want to try to, you know, do stand up comedy just for as a on a uh, open mic night or something. Oh, yeah. Like just for fun, just to get it out of my system because I feel yeah. like I got to shake those nerves. You have to, there's certain things you have to overcome in life, and getting on the stage has got to be one of them for me. Well, here's your chance now, Rob. <laughs> Go. You, got a tight, you got a tight 27? You can... uh... <laughs> well, I feel like it would scare me so bad, but that's right. You're like, you'd have to face yeah. the fear of it. Yeah, but, uh... that's the thing, man. Yeah. It's very, it's very, it can be very scary and, and intimidating. I remember uh, being a kid and having to give uh, talks on stage and it was, it was such a strange feeling, but I feel like once you get up there and you're up there for so long or you have done it enough, you can get, you know, acclimated to it. And uh, as a kid, I did a little bit, you know, Mm -hmm. I'd like to revisit that and overcome that. But something about stage fright, man, is trippy. Stage fright is such a funny thing. You just get so worked up, you know? Yeah. I feel like I would be that way with music too. Like it was fine jamming with my father-in-law, but like thinking about actually being on a stage in front of people like that just sounds like I would just clam up. I wouldn't. It just, yeah, that, you know, you have that judgment and that Mm. it's just, it weighs heavy on you because I could sing my ass off in the shower. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? But doing it in front of somebody, it's like, you just, you quiver at, at the, at the thought of it. You know, I guess that showing your, being that having that um, vulnerability and letting that down mm-hmm. without fear of being judged is what you really have to overcome. You know, I think, like, I think on a comedy level, Rob, if you want to get up there and do it, you just do an icebreaker. So if you'd like, you can, you can have this one. You just get up there and be like, so I like to stick charcoal up my ass. Am I right? And then you just like springboard from there. Like, cause you're already in much like the charcoal again oh. in the pooper. So, you know, if you want to use that one, that one's you available. You just have that one. You can have listen, it. Listen, I, I think I'm going to reserve that one specifically <laughs> for you because I oh, think okay. you own that. You own that. That's right. Just like the charcoal in your butt, you own that. That's right. right. Yeah. yeah. You own that. Yeah. Like I'm a brown man, but I have a very white butthole. So it's like, you know, it's kind of my, it's my claim to fame, I think. That's, you know, that's nice. It's reverse. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Like if you've ever seen like dried dog poop in someone's yard and it's like all white and stuff, it's like that. Yeah. That sounds lovely. Thank you for sharing that image Uh in my head. And now I won't forget it ever. I Mm -hmm. actually live in California, so I don't see dog poop anymore. It doesn't exist. (laughs) All I see, all I see is plastic bags with knots tied around them thrown on the side of the road or in the bushes. What the fuck? Dog shit inside of them that could have went back into the ground but instead they're sitting in plastic bags <laughs> really why would you like no pick it up just to throw to it back down <laughs> is that's exactly what i'm saying why would you in the first place yeah want to pick up dog shit so that you could put it in a plastic bag and put it in the trash when that can just go right back to nature where it belongs unless oh, it's I've on somebody's putting... front yard or yeah. 
you know, something like that where they can step on it. But if you're out on a, on a trail and then I'm go out here on the trail in the middle oh, of nowhere, yeah, people yeah. are still picking up dog shit. I'm like, I didn't realize you're supposed to do you enjoy those it away. I, I keep picking those up and putting them in a deep freezer in my garage. I, that makes more sense to me is that you throw it away, though. It sounds sounds like you're a really good doomsday prepper. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to need or some. a really bad one. <laughs> some stuff to uh, start a fire later down the road. You know? Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's crazy, man. You're I'm actually running out of room. You have to get another deep freeze for actual meat now, right? That's just the poop freezer? That is his meat. He's vegan. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Cool snackums. Right. I'll, I'll need a third freezer because I've got one we'll for popsicles, one for poop, and then I'll need one for meat. Yeah, they're his doomsday pucks. He makes pucks right. out of them. Hell that yeah. sounds he, he cooks like them. a hamburger a little he bit cooked, to me. He cooks them and and pawns them off as hamburgers. Yeah, and <laughs> I would be like, "This is what I'm talking about, everybody. This is what all of them are to me." Yeah, flavor Fibrous. pucks. Yeah. Flavor pucks. They might have more flavor than any burger I've ever eaten. Who knows? Yeah. Um, so uh, I watched uh, Overlord the other night, oh, which is um, one of the bad robot movies. It's basically I wanted to watch um, people kill Nazis. So I put on a Nazi killing movie and uh, it was cool. It's like it was rumored to be part of the Cloverfield universe, but it never ended up actually crossing over. I kind of wish it would have because um, this one was actually good. Um, like. <laughs> I like this this movie, but uh, it's basically like there's like a mission in World War II on D-Day. There's like people sent to um, like uh, parachute uh, paratroopers like sent in to France to like take out towers and shit so that they can land on Normandy. And when they get to one of these towers, uh, the Nazis have been experimenting on people and creating zombies. So it becomes like a zombie movie. And uh, it was pretty rad. I really liked it. Um, it was on Amazon Prime, so it's free to watch. Um, the acting and stuff was pretty good. There was a few actors I knew in it. Some I didn't, but, uh, everybody was pretty solid. And, uh, it was like a pretty cool, like World War II little horror movie. Um, and there's a few of those out there, but, uh, I actually really dug this one. I think I'll, I'll revisit it now that I've seen it and everything, but, uh, never, like I said, it never really crossed over with the Cloverfield world. I, I looked in the credits and stuff, nothing ever like crashed down, you know, that pops back up 60 years later and whatever movie, but, um, but yeah, it was pretty cool. So, so I'd recommend it. It was, it was neat. Sounds cool. Sounds interesting. I haven't watched anything like that recently. Um, I watched something funny, though. Yeah, what you got? Um, Rob Schneider's new uh, stand-up comedy on Netflix. Oh, yeah? I didn't know he had a new one. His his new special. I'm a big Rob Schneider fan. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everything he's in, he's just, you know, he's so good. He's so funny. But I haven't seen him in anything, like, lately, yeah. Oh, he was in something uh, lately. There's a new movie on Netflix, uh, The Wrong Missy. Mm-hmm. yeah super funny movie this chick i guess i think she's from snl mm-hmm. uh, i forgot her name i don't know her name i'd have to look it up i need like a lauren lapkus there you go oh i, I love a, her I need yeah. a, a side googler yeah. yeah we usually have an ipad yeah there, we always have to look go. stuff up because yeah. we forget everything so yeah. she's hilarious and uh-huh. rob schneider was in that because it's a i think that's an adam sandler movie mm-hmm. yeah happy madison yeah productions yep. yep so uh that was a hell of funny movie mm-hmm. and uh Rob Schneider was in that. So then when I saw the uh, special come on Netflix, I watched it. And it is one of the funniest stand-up specials I've seen in a really long time. Cool, yeah. Is it Rob Schneider, Asian Mama, Mexican Kids? Is that the name of it? <laughs> is that is that the one that was just released like two months ago? <laughs> Rob's face was like, I don't know. I don't know, know, I don't know if it's the title. I don't want to lie. It <laughs> yeah. was or was it? It, I think it is. I think that's the title. That's what's showing on here. Yeah. 
that's uh, probably it then. All yeah, I know is, I see. yeah, twenty twenty. Yeah, I clicked play and uh, yeah. I didn't regret it. I laughed so hard on some of those scenes, man. Some of his jokes are just incredible, man, because he's so good at voices and impersonations, mm-hmm. and so it's so good, man. You got to see it. I uh, I like. I've been seeing some actors and stuff uh, from like this generation. I think. I don't know if Chris Rock had another stand-up recently too, but I, there's like a uh, Jay Moore even had one um, where they just a like try and stand-up stand again. Specials. Yeah. And it's, it's cool that they're like going back to their roots a little right. bit, you know, um, right. and places that I didn't know. Cause like Rob Schneider to me was more like, um, you know, like nineties movies and right. TV and stuff. Right. Like I didn't know about his like stand-up ever. Um, so the fact that they're like kind of going back to the roots, that's kind of cool. Yeah. You know, Netflix is doing a really good job of putting a lot of uh, good comedy and mm-hmm. giving a lot of people a lot of opportunities to make and put specials on there. And it's been it's had great success. So many people's yep. careers have kicked up from that. Um, you know, I'm a big Joe Rogan fan, so I listen to all, all of his stuff and mm-hmm. uh, watch a lot of his stuff. And uh, he always has comedians on there and they all have specials on something. But yeah. Netflix is doing a great job of catering to the uh, um, comedy community, you know, for comics. and, and, and uh, Yeah, that, for sure. I think everybody's getting a shot, especially now that basically stand-up comedy clubs are going away. They're, they're yeah. just non-existent. So all people can do is either get creative and make a special or, you know, put out, a, you know, YouTube, something on YouTube. Or they have to stay relevant. Or mm-hmm. So anyways, it's nice to see all these specials of uh, it, it keeps people relevant. Netflix is doing a great job of it. Yeah. It's, I find like their movies more and more like hit or miss, but yeah, the comedy yeah. generally I dig and I feel like it's fairly cheap for them to produce. Right. And so I'm glad that they're throwing money at that. It's like the middle ditch and shorts thing. Like first off that they allowed them to do that um, kind of untested. They were touring with it. And then Netflix was like, yeah, let's do this. But then even like, they were saying like if more people watch them, they'll be able to do like more episodes of it. So, you know, Netflix will keep pumping money into it too if people respond, which is, you know, it, it seems a little more like direct than any like cable thing before it or, you know, the other studio system before it. So right. So they actually kind of pay attention to that, pump that content out. Gotta Absolutely. get that content. Yeah. Netflix is doing a good job of it though. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also I like, like their documentaries and stuff. Like they have a lot of, we watch a lot of murder documentaries here at our house. Um, so they have a, they have a bunch of those, which are mo- I, mostly I find really good too. It's like murder and comedy, Netflix, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you say hit or miss with the movies because I'm trying to find the name of the movie. Like you guys are Google wizards on your iPad. I'm not oh, sure yeah. like that, but there's a movie I started last night on Netflix and it looked like it was going to be a great movie. It's a war movie with, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Scott Eastwood and uh-huh. Orlando Bloom. I haven't seen Orlando Whoa. Bloom in a long time. Yeah, right? yeah. So them two, they're in it. And it just came out on Netflix. And it's like, so Netflix has this new thing where they do like one through 10 mm-hmm. of like the top 10 best yeah. movies on Netflix, which yeah, yeah. I, th- I think is bullshit. I think that's a gimmick. I think that's just their way of yeah. pushing what they want people to see is, is what they want people to watch. So I, I started it and I think like mm-hmm. 20, 15, 20 minutes into it, I'm like, oh, this is, yeah, it was, it was cheesy. And I was like, it had a great cast, but the acting was bad. The, the layout was bad. It, it just, it felt like cheesy and fake. I, I'm not, I'm not sure. It, is it, it just the, wasn't the outpost, the outpost. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 
so I started watching it and uh, I didn't even finish it. I wasn't interested. Yeah. I just, it, I lost interest because, uh, like you said, a lot of things on there can be hit or miss. I feel like the comedy specials have been pretty good and mm. the, the shows and the series yeah. seem to be just better than movies now. My wife doesn't even want to watch movies anymore. So that's she only funny. wants to watch series and shows. That's it. One of my questions I had on there was if you prefer movies or TV shows for that very reason. So these days, hands yeah. down, shows because um, you know shows and series they're they're king. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I think Game of Thrones just <laughs> really set the bar for like transitioning. You're really getting people hooked and addicted to a series. Mm -hmm. I think they they put that out there. They set that standard, and and then it was a perfect time to just transition into that. So uh, Brent and I have actually never watched Game of Thorns. Mm -hmm. Thrones. Yeah, are you a big Thorn Thorns? <laughs> you love it? But I was wondering, because the, the ending of it is what uh, everybody that I know that I've talked to personally is like the, the ending just like ruined it. But did you like it all the way through? So um, I think I think it was great up until the last couple of seasons. Yeah. Um, it was good. I wasn't a, a not a thornhead. I wasn't crazy addicted to it. We did mm -hmm. like to watch it. We did look forward to watching it. Mm -hmm. and we were into it. My wife was uh, probably more. I started out watching it. And my wife doesn't care about anything sci-fi. Mm -hmm. And then she started watching it and then she became more into the show than I did. Uh, when they would say characters, names and everything, I have no short term memory. So I don't yeah. remember any of that. And she knew who everyone was. Oh, it's like a huge cast. Yeah. Yeah. Huge cast. Yeah. And she knew all of them. I was like, who is that? Who is Cersei? Who is, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah. trying to, trying to put the characters with the names and the faces and uh, she was good at it. And so, but yeah, up until the last, I think two seasons and then the finale, mm -hmm. it was, it was, you know, I think it just uh, the the vision or the the writers, the politics, whatever was going yeah. on. I think they just lost interest or tried to rush through the yeah, end to get what to heard. whatever whatever the next thing that they were doing was. I think uh, they got signed on some deal to write for some other major mm -hmm. show that's going to be coming out, and they just kind of in some places I think they really drug stuff out, and then yeah. and then they at towards the end it just kind of lost its like creative content. Like they didn't know what to do. So they kept um, bouncing this ball around, trying to keep it uh, interesting. But mm -hmm. I think they kind of failed towards the end a little bit. And then the ending was, you know, you know, it just, it leads to, <laughs> it leads to a movie. You know? uh, okay. Yeah, it yeah. leads to a movie. And then now the prequel mm -hmm. is coming out. They're, they're starting the casting and they're going to be making the prequel that shows all the families and all the kingdoms leading up to game of thrones so that's going to be the next new well, yeah i know the the showrunners benioff and weiss like in the last couple of seasons of game of thorns um they got the rights to uh veggie tales and they're going to do like a, a darker more adult version of that, right. that so pretty epic yeah, yeah i from what i understand season three of the reboot is going to bring in baby shark and oh, it's gonna be pretty wild. wild yeah wild yeah yeah i uh I love like Lord of the Rings and stuff. So I, I figured like I would like Game of Thrones, but then it, it became like such sorry, a what? big Game of Thrones. Sorry, Brent. Thank you. Uh, it became such a big juggernaut that I kind of like, sometimes I resist some of those things. Like people talked about it so much that I was like, yeah, whatever. And so I, I resisted it for so long thinking like, oh, eventually I will get into it. But then as it like petered out towards the end, I was just like, eh, I don't really know that I want to now. <laughs> so I feel like I kind of missed out on this huge cultural phenomenon, you know, but at this point i'm like there's so much else that i really want to watch 
you know, mm-hmm. more immediately right. than that. So right. maybe eventually I'll make my way to it. But uh, there's you so got to watch else. that that third episode of Middle Ditch and Schwartz. That's fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. Got it. Nailed it. I even thought about bringing it up earlier and it, it stumbled me in my mind. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm just not going to say it right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really like, like, I love movies. Um, and for them, like, there are good movies coming out, but I'd say for the most part for a while now, I've been mostly excited about TV shows um, one of which um, I had watched last year, I guess, but my wife hadn't. So I'm introducing her right now. We're in the middle of The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Um, which that director um, is a, is, I'm a big fan of his, and I'm, I want to make sure I get it right. So I'm looking him up right now. But um, his movies and stuff, I've been a big fan of. And I liked the series whenever I saw it. Mike Flanagan. Aiko Watiti. <laughs> I wish. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Mike Flanagan, uh, he did like um, Oculus, which is one of my favorite like horror movies of the last few years. Um, he's done um, this movie called Hush, where it's like, a, I think it's also on Netflix. It's like a woman who's deaf and a, like an intruder comes to like break into her home. And so it's like this cat and mouse game. It's pretty cool. Um, and then he did this adaptation and uh, my wife is super digging it right now. It's I forgot how depressing the show is it's like about a family it's like it flashes back um they say like then and now but it's basically present day and then back like in the 90s i guess when they were kids and it's like as they're at this house it's like haunted and their mom starts to go kind of crazy and some of them see ghosts and stuff and some of them don't believe it and then it's about them as like adults being kind of fucked up from it um and then dealing with it like you know coming back to into their lives and everything um, but yeah, we've, I can't stop thinking about it. This last episode was really intense. Um, so now we have like four left, I guess, and we're really excited to finish it out, but, uh, it's been really great. Like, uh, I keep trying to watch some horror movies and some of them are catching my attention. Some of them are not, but then that one, I'm like, yeah, this is 10 episodes. It's like 10 hours of my life. And I'm like, all right, let's do this, you know, but it's, uh, the quality is there, you know, um, as opposed to like you, you know, two decades ago, like they just didn't make stuff like this on tv you know so right mm-hmm. i've heard good things about it um mm-hmm. i've tried to tune into that one time but you know my wife has this thing about um it's it's hard for me to get her to watch things with anything that has anything demonic or ghosts or anything like yeah. that she she it's, it's hard for her to make that crossover because i think that stuff you know it freaks her out yeah just, oh everybody's got their thing yeah yeah she she's not she's not into but she'll sit here all night and watch like true life murder yeah. investigations yeah. for six yeah. hours straight so that she can fall asleep to listen yeah. about a murder uh, murder Lord. suicide mass killing investigation oh, gosh. but she won't watch anything that has ghosts yeah <laughs> she's know? like that is too messed up i'm right. gonna deal with no ghosts right right how random but i've heard good things about that and so i've wanted yeah. to see it or watch it we actually watched a movie her and i watched a movie last night another new movie on netflix i think it's called or another platform called mm-hmm. Alone. The movie's called Alone? Alone. What's it about? And uh, it's basically about a woman who's traveling solo after her, I guess, uh, she lost her husband and she's moving, picking up to go start a new life. And then yeah. comes across this guy on the road that just uh, makes it uh, much, extremely difficult <laughs> for uh-huh. her <laughs> to do that. Uh, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but uh, it comes across a, you know, an individual traveling mm-hmm. that ends up being uh, very interesting. I remember seeing that pop up. Um, I'm not seeing it right now where it's available, if it was on Netflix or not, 
but uh, I remember I, seeing I that recently. So yeah, but it could have been Cyberflix. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If it's not on uh, Netflix, you go to Cyberflix. All right, I didn't know that. There you go. Yeah, a little tip. Fire stick. Oh yes, you don't have a fire stick, do you, Brent? Uh, I don't know. I've heard it's pretty fire. Uh, The (laughs) reviews are in. Your wife has never called it that. No, 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 no. No, I do not. Ever since Uh, that proposal, that's why. Shouldn't have woken her up with the fire stick. That's right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But yeah, that sounds cool. I would. uh, I would definitely check that out. Um, I've been trying to give. Like it was okay, by the way. Okay, well, yeah. I'll um, give it like a six. <laughs> okay. uh, After I was like, what? Okay, you know. Sometimes, like, uh, I tried a movie last... I wasn't even going to bring this up, but I tried a movie last night um, on Netflix that I randomly came across called Before I Fall. And I only watched it because the the main chicken that I like a lot, Zoe Dutch. Um, and then it's uh, like a time loop movie, like Groundhog Day or like uh, Happy Death Day, where she's like at a party with her friends and then they get in a crash and then she wakes up again. And um, as it played out, I was like, oh, this is like a young adult movie. And yeah, sure enough, it was based on like a 2010 young adult novel. Um, but it was like interesting enough to hold my attention. But when it ended, I was like, yeah, that was like a solid five, maybe, you know, but I love the type of story. So I still enjoyed it because I like time loop movies. And this one, as opposed to being like a comedy, like Happy Death Day or Groundhog Day, um, when she goes through the days again, she's really, she's like, I was just dreaming about this or I'm still in a dream or like she gets super anxious about it. And I was like, that's how I think I would really react. If I woke up again and was like, I'm living the same day, I would flip out, you know, I wouldn't be like, oh, I saw the mailman twice. He stepped in that puddle. I would be like, this is happening. You know, Ned, is yeah. that you? Yeah. <laughs> Ned Ryerson. <laughs> Ned Ryerson. There you go. Ned I love Groundhog Day, man. That. Ned Needlander was three amigos. Oh Ned my God. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh, I love, and I love that guy, Stephen Tobolowsky and that role. It's so funny. I love, I love Groundhog Day. I used to watch it all the time. Um, I'm such a Bill Murray fan. It's oh yeah. Right on. It's, it's ridiculous. What about Bob and Groundhog Day? I was just like, going to say, what about that's Bob? That's the base of like yeah. what comedy should be for me <laughs> as a kid. What about Bob? I haven't uh, revisited What About Bob, though, since I was a kid. I, I feel like it'd be good, but I'm scared to. Multiple times today. Do what? You should revisit What About yeah. Bob today, because <laughs> that is a classic. Awesome. All right, good. I, I was, like, scared classics. that I remembered it better than it was, but I'm like, it's Richard Dreyfuss and Bill Murray. It's got to be amazing, you know? It, so. it is incredible. Yeah, awesome. That makes me excited, then. Yeah, I need to try that out again. But, yeah, those, those movies growing up, Bill Murray movies in general always so what about good. you brent are you a uh, bill murray fan i have not been paying attention to the last several <laughs> minutes um yeah, uh, yeah, yes he 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 was in he was a ghostbuster he was, he Egon, was a ghostbuster right? right oh god i fucked this up you, oh oh man i said he was he was in zombie he was in zombie man uh land oh. Oh, fuck. Uh, yeah. um, you're getting all tripped up brent it's okay uh, he, he was in stars and stripes is that right he was in yeah, he was in just the, he was in Daddy Shack. Uh, not a not a fan. I am, no, I love Bill Murray. Everybody yeah. loves Bill Murray. Come on. Yeah, yeah. My favorite uh, appearance of Bill Murray is on uh, the back of every Oklahoman's windshield. That little like sticker that decal oh, the, that's on everybody's window. Is it from the Chive? I guess so. Do you know that could the be Chive it. pumps him up. They love Bill Murray. That might be it. Yeah, yeah. They always but have no, like, yeah. T-shirts and stickers and stuff. Uh, I, I love Bill Murray, but 
remember when he was promoting that newest Ghostbusters movie, like hard? Like he was like really lean, leaning into it real, like super hard. I don't yeah. remember that. You don't remember it? Oh no. my God. I think they, he went on the Tonight Show with the, uh, the all-female cast. Mm-hmm. The he was the one. only guy in the whole movie. <laughs> Him but, and uh, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but man, he was like, they were dancing to uh, the Ghostbusters uh, song by, mm-hmm. uh, man, what's his name? The dude from back in the day. Anyway, yeah, he's on the same talk show. Up. I'm really not selling this very well, but <laughs> that was my favorite appearance. <laughs> Just the fact that he was that maybe that says something, right? That it was, uh, uh, you know, promoted so hard that it's like maybe that's a clear sign that it's not going to be that great, you yeah. know? Otherwise, Could people will just go see it. Mm-hmm. Although I am excited for the new Ghostbusters whenever it does eventually come out. Oh, they came out earlier this year. Remember, it's 2020. Everything's fine. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows even what's going on, right? Remember Black not- Widow? That was a fun movie. That was cool. <laughs> Tenet? That was fun. Yeah. Uh, what other movies were supposed to come out this year that didn't? Yeah, I saw something earlier. It was something that was Wonder supposed Woman. to come out. At, uh, yeah, yeah. Woman. Yeah. And they changed it to like whatever 2021. And I was like, oh, cool. Now they're like fully into it. Then it's not even like a 2020 movie at all. It'll always just be a 2021. Yeah. 2020 never existed. Let's yeah, just let's forget about fast it. Fast forward through that. Yeah. <laughs> My wife just uh, had a birthday the other day, and I, I, she was you know upset about it because it's you know hard to celebrate right now or whatever, and and uh, just getting o- older in general, I guess too. And uh, I was like, don't worry, this year doesn't count. Nobody's aging this year. We're all just gonna take a skip year. You're just gonna be the same age next year. We're just gonna forget this ever happened. All right, right. It's gonna be totally right. fine. Don't worry about it. Right. <laughs> got to do what you got to do to cope. You know. Basically, the history books are going to say, okay, the end of 2019, Donald Trump was president. We don't know what happened 2020, but when we <laughs> woke up in 2021 on January 1st, he was dead from coro- something called yeah, COVID. Right, something happened. <laughs> something called COVID took him and his wife out of history and the world went on. <laughs> I like this, this history book. No, I'm, okay. not, I'm not a fan of revisionist history too much, but I like this version. It's right. just all... Forget about it. Like throughout the years, like <laughs> especially the last you know decade or so, it's gonna have like what happened in each major year. It gets to 2020. It's just like the shrug emoji. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, like it was like, oh, I know. I, I don't even want to get into it. It's yeah. exhausting, you know. Right. It is. And something like as grandparents, we'll just all avoid talking about ever again. Like they'll mm-hmm. be like, "How was the depression, Grandma?" And we'll just be like, "We're not talking about it." You know, Look, that was 2020. I- yeah, as a father, to hear my youngest daughter talking as if we are in a movie, like, mm. uh, Dad, can we go outside? Is the sickness over yet? Ugh, that's ugh. so strange. Mm-hmm. So we I mean, don't hear my kids. little daughter yeah, talking. Tough, it, man. it feels like you're in a movie. Yeah. I think this is what the band Disturbed was talking about when they came up with that song, Down With The Sickness. <laughs> with it the was sickness. like a portent of things to come, you know? <laughs> and, then, and here we are. Yeah, and then uh, the song that pre uh, follows that, uh, let the body sit the floor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that describes yeah. the end of 2020. <laughs> yeah, it's the beginning uh, and the end of 2020. Those two songs right there sum it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I watched um, Contagion again the other day. Have you guys seen yes. that? Yeah. We, yeah, we watched that yeah. uh, we had a few months ago, actually. Yeah. So, and early in the pandemic, my wife and I watched it a bunch because it was just so crazy accurate on so many fronts. It's basically just it's a lot faster than COVID has been because it happened like their world goes to shit and there's like garbage in the streets and like people looting, like really looting grocery stores at like day 14 or something. Uh, so clearly we've right. made it past that. 
but otherwise uh, it's so eerily accurate that it's like terrifying. And I put it on again the other day, we hadn't watched it in months yet. And I was just glued to the screen all over again. I was like, it feels like this movie. Like, I don't feel like we need a movie about 2020. I feel like we already have it. Mm-hmm. And it was that movie, you know, we're just right. living through it now. It was like a documentary from the future sent back in time to warn us. And we all were just like, whatever. And then it it's, happened, you know? It's weird to me that Dimitri Martin is in the movie as one of the um, like hazmat scientists or whatever. He's like a comedian. Oh, yeah, I was is, like, wait, yeah. what? Is it? He was in this. Was he weird. did some stand-up and stuff I've like seen. He's like a yeah. singer or something like that. And he, he like, played great, piano. Man. I'm a big fan of his. Yeah, I've seen like a little bit of his on YouTube and stuff. I forgot It's about all visual that. comedy. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he's great. He, mm-hmm. he yeah, brings I like that, that dude. giant art pad on stage and everything. Oh, yeah. A funny picture, yeah. Yeah, he's fun. I need to check out some of his stuff. You should. Uh, his latest stand-up comedy, I think mm-hmm. it was 2019 or 2018. I think that was his last one. Really yeah. good. All of them, and even all the ones before that. He's mm-hmm. such a good guy. He's very unique in mm-hmm. his character. Yeah. He but does a funny, lot yeah. of, like, of single jokes where, like, it's not like an ongoing bit or whatever. It's just like, you know, within the next 10 seconds, you're going to get like a joke from front to back and then subject changed into something else yeah. and then something else. And yeah. Yeah. But so it's, like good, it's like a, a good cadence. He works out of yeah. the, like the quick mm-hmm. joke and it's like kind of hits you or whatever. And everybody right. laughs mm-hmm. and he just That's moves his on. comedy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. His demeanor stays uh-huh. the same throughout the entire yeah. thing. He just lets it catch up with you. And once it hits you, it's just funny. Mm-hmm. I find it fascinating to think about that with different stand-up comedians and just comedy in general or whatever, like the way that they worked that out either through life, like their style. Yeah. Their style, like it has the, their own style right? that like their parents could be like, Oh, they were just like this as a kid or like it, it like shaped over their teenage years, you know, right. through whatever, like going through school and life. And they just like build up those mechanisms and stuff. And, uh, and then hone it over years, and that was, that's what comes out. Like to be so unique and like instantly know, like, oh, that's that person. Like Mitch Hedberg. Like when you hear yeah. him, you're like, this is Mitch Hedberg. You know, he has this, such a distinct style. So it's cool to think I about thought, how that short shaped. Yeah, I feel like um, in my observation, comedy is one of those things where it's like you're either becoming a character, right? You're becoming mm-hmm. a character and you're telling your jokes, or you live a character. And when you step on that stage, you're letting your true colors and your true character come out. I feel mm-hmm. like you can you can determine that or you can see that in a lot of uh, comics. You know, yeah. that's either the way they uh, really want to be or the way they truly they are that care they are a character or they become a character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I dig that. Yeah, hey, ladies and gentlemen, you know how you put a brick of charcoal up your ass every day. Um, <laughs> I did this and Brent from his got soul. mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like on this show though, I would, I think it's a stretch to maybe call our show uh, comedic, but or entertaining uh, or, or entertaining interesting. At all. Yeah. yeah. But um, I thought about it recently. Cause I was like, in general, when we started the show, it was just me and Brent. I'm like, nobody listened to this. We still, you know, tend to say that, but it's uh, I just want to make Brent laugh. You know, it's just right. two friends hanging out. He's trying You'll to get there laugh. one day. I believe in you. <laughs> I'm going to make you laugh, motherfucker. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but it's like, uh, you know, you, you, over time though, I've thought like, well, I'm generally like a, an introvert in real life, but I feel right. like so extroverted through the show, but I'm like, right. but I'm in a bedroom by myself. This is the most introverted thing I could really do. Mm-hmm. I just happen to be talking to other people and recording that. But, uh, I've, you know, it's a, it's a fine line of like, we'll say some outrageous stuff and it's like, 
it's like a character we're putting on, but it's also like, if we were just hanging out, we might mm. say stuff that we wouldn't normally say in public, you know, cause it's like, you're just with friends joking around right. or like, we're, we're going to cuss a lot more or whatever, mm -hmm. be a little filthier with our jokes, right. but it's also like, we're putting that on. So it's like, is it me or is it like an accentuated version of me or is it, you know, a whole character or whatever? And it's, so, it's somewhere in between, you know? So yeah, we, we normally like to get pretty, pretty knuckle deep into pussy farts, but like, <laughs> it's, it's not something, you know, we have a guest on today, so we'll try to avoid that, you know, out of, as a courtesy. You've only but, gotten you know. a little bit of the dick jokes, the butthole jokes. You haven't had a single queef joke until a second ago, Rob. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> those usually come out real early. I'm still, I'm still thinking about the fact that he brushes his teeth with the same charcoal that he sticks up his ass. Yeah, well, you got it. Like that's amazing to me. That's how you get the paste. Look, that's incredible. I waste no part of the buffalo. You know, yeah. I use it all. Brent, do you want to tell him about your sandwich idea? I believe it was a oh. sandwich that cleans you out. What was that? It's a like a, a detox sandwich. It was like if you just. Eat, I think it was like if you just eat a sandwich with a paper towel in it. <laughs> then the way it goes through it'll clean you all out you know like i mean couldn't you just chew on some pieces of sos or, or like scotch bright like a little pad? brillo pad yeah, yeah look i, I really get pad. you i would love to chop up an sos pad in cubes and eat it on a salad like it's croutons or something like that there you know you some like some 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 thick roughage you know You're not picky let it really like go yeah. through there just bleed entirely out of my <laughs> pristine white asshole <laughs> I definitely think you could land a spot on my strange addiction with Scotch Bright pads. <laughs> oh yeah, you know well, I applied. And I do they this told me because it's, like, it's really good for it. my colon, and uh, <laughs> it's, I'm cleaning out my insides, and I'm going to live a lot longer than everybody else. You just don't know it yet. You're like, I went online, and uh, I'm a doctor now. And uh, as yeah. your doctor, I think you should do this. It'll help clean out your colon. So everybody, go ahead and do this. It's Brent's yeah. new uh, new YouTube channel. Yeah, munch on Scotch Bright and charcoal. Yeah. Right. I'm a I'm a food. That's how freezer. he makes his own toothpaste. <laughs> yeah. I bet the yeah the Scotch Bright would work from from oh, teeth sure. to tail. There you go. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Oh wow. There you go. You could sell it, man. Ooh, Scotch Bright. Yeah. Hell yeah. From teeth to tail. Scotch Bright croutons. Yeah. <laughs> I like this. You're branching out too because now you can make wraps. You know, you can make like a paper towel wrap with Scotch Bright croutons in the oh, salad. Oh, are you talking about a song like he would make a rap can, <laughs> about it? <laughs> you could rap about it like a like an old '90s commercial. <laughs> That'd be a funny uh, name of a song, Scotch Bright and Charcoal. I yeah, there you go. We should uh, we should jam that one out, man. I was gonna say that'd be a good name for an improv, like a long form improv act. You know, mm -hmm. like. Middle Ditch and Schwartz, uh, the uh, Scotch Bright and It'll Charcoal. Slow it down. Yeah, right. Scotch right. Bright and Charcoal. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, it could be like yeah, it could be like our uh, like our Daft Punk names. Oh yeah, Scotch Bright good. and Charcoal. Oh, I'll get my motorcycle. Band, a band name. Yeah. Fuck yeah. This. So are we forming a band right now? I think we're so. Right yeah. Here. You know, uh, Brent and I were in a band years ago. We used to jam together. Actually, Brent. What? Uh, yeah, we, I used to play, uh, I do, I play piano and, and guitar a little bit just by ear and stuff. Oh, wow. So we would get together and jam. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I've never I been don't able have to read any notes. formal training. Yeah. I don't read totally. notes. I don't do anything. I just listen and play. That's it. But, uh, so obviously I can't play much. 
Yeah, right. I've been learning songs now and it's been better because I'm actually trying to learn like full songs. So it's been interesting, but I've always just kind of noodled around and then got bored over time and then picked back up a little bit. Like but... an intro kind of guy. You learn to play the intro. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, I got it. I got it. I don't know. I just that's put it, it down it. for a <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Hang it up and you never have a desire to revisit that song. Yeah. Like you conquered it. So now I'm trying it. to yeah do a lot better with that. Uh, right. Try to revisit the same songs and maybe actually nail one fully, you know. Uh, but I keep it simple. I, I My goal is to be like, uh, described to my wife like I, I just like a campfire guitar player you know i just want i just want to play like the melody so people can sing along right. to stuff that they know and i'm not you know planning on doing anything with it i just want to kind of have fun with it so that's that's my goal now that's why i was learning like songs with her dad and stuff because they're like campfire songs you know i really things. wish that i could play and sing at the same time i wish oh, i yeah. had that like talent in my soul i dream about it mm. <laughs> it's it just doesn't happen what about you brent what do you play skin flute mostly uh, <laughs> i've been practicing for decades at this point i think I've, i'm pretty close to like a perfectionist with it you know in my um, head that just looks like a penis with like a bunch of holes in it though and that freaks yeah. me out yeah it helps it helps uh <laughs> right. get, hit the notes you know yeah. just have to plug them up <laughs> like but i have recorder, these bright you know? cubes i can plug in there you there know you it go. helps you but, know how like uh, uh uh somebody who plays the trumpet has that weird end of a plunger that they mm. move on the the mm -hmm bowl of it or i don't know the mouth that's of the apple what is that what it's oh, called an apple yeah that's right they get that from their dentist and or teacher earlier in the day and they're like i mm -hmm. guess i'll use this for my trumpet <laughs> is that your blues voice uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> is that your uh bb king slash yeah. <laughs> oh man but Brent, what uh what do you do man uh i i uh, used to be a dj uh, a turntablist and that's what i would do <laughs> <laughs> so it's hard yeah it's like it's not like a piano or whatever i don't so know actually mouse. how to say it <laughs> no no i don't use i have actual like turntables actual turn in a mixer. yeah he did the yeah legit stuff so he mm -hmm. he and i would play songs it was funny like um at the time i was like really into moby and so i i we never had any like like actual words any lyrics to our songs we just they're just like like moods i guess right. i don't know i would have like little things i was messing with and then brent came over and like laid he had all these cool records and stuff and he'd lay these things down and then uh we would use garage band you know and um we jammed with like one other person one time uh, mm -hmm. a friend of mine named harrison and made a, a quick song which was cool but we have this it's so funny like at the time we were called after midnight and we had uh like brent and i had like four or five songs maybe that mm -hmm. i still listen to uh some of our shit but then eventually um he had some friends that played and we all got together and we were jamming and stuff and we had a band called swagzilla that was um we I had like one show name. Uh, the name was kick-ass the <laughs> logo name. was kick-ass yeah swagzilla swagzilla dogs yeah <laughs> stunt dogs opening for swagzilla that's right your tat is kind of like that logo right yeah, it's a it's a repurposed version of yeah. the uh, of the logo. Essentially, it's a little uh, little cute dinosaur yep. fella there. That yes, E two yep. ambient. <laughs> it was cool though. Uh, we played one show, uh, kind of jammed for a little bit, but um, it's I all actually, the world could handle really. Yeah, it was like okay, uh, you gotta stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, that's uh, good enough. Yeah. yeah.
but it was uh it was interesting it's like it the music we played then was different than the music he and i played together and even that music like i was in the movie but i don't think really brent was kind of into that stuff but we just kind of organically came up with whatever sound you know we came up with Mm -hmm. and then um actually the uh bridge for one of our songs we liked way more than the whole rest of the other song the rest of the song <laughs> and it became our our pods uh our our podcasts like intro music and outro music now um so we ended up repurposing these songs we recorded years ago you know for our show which is pretty cool so uh yeah. now we get to hear them all the time but um yeah it was it was fun when we used to do that we haven't we've been jammed together in a long time brent mm-hmm. and i'll never do it again <laughs> <laughs> It was the worst experience of my life. (laughs) But anyway, I'm saying we can make a band. You were were a fan of Moby back then. Is that Mm -hmm. why you decided to go with the bald appearance? Yeah, I actually shaved this. Yeah, Yeah, this is a a natural. I do this Uh myself. I just really like Moby. (laughs) What if that was true? Do you have a stencil? (laughs) Yeah. You set the stencil up there and then you you shave around it? I would love that. Yeah, the stencil has gotten bigger over the years. Hey, yeah, man, I'm getting back little by little and my hairline's packing its shit. And oh, don't out. say it, man. <laughs> yeah. I, I told my wife and my cousin the other day, I've literally seen hair follicles from the front of my hair uh-huh. hanging there like the guy in the 9-11 video before he jumps out of the oh, building. Just, I've literally watched the hair dangling with no life left in it and then wow. just give up and fall out. Damn. Just, wow go for the final dive and that was it and then that's like it, a real mortality moment yeah you're I, like i know i'm watching it this hurts. hair it hurts. yeah give up Never on forget. life give up on they, my they, forehead they literally i can watch them give up i'll be styling my hair in the morning <laughs> and then there's one oh, hair follicle that just doesn't give a fuck anymore yeah it's like you know you've been pushing me back for years and yeah i'm done i'm out and it just it just, it just dives. It dives straight off the forehead, and that's it. See, you know? for and me, I, I always thought I was going to have a full head of hair, uh-huh. and uh, my my hairline has uh, proved otherwise. I honestly, for me, I don't. Uh, I I care about it sometimes, but not a ton. And I I honestly, right. I shaved my head for years, like since I was a little kid. Right. Most of the time, through like my teenage years, I shaved my head. And if I can wear a hat, like a ball cap somewhere, I'm wearing a ball cap somewhere. And so I'm like, it was always going to go this way. You know, like I, I just, I never really cared to take the time to do anything with my hair. I have really like, um, curly hair when it grows out. Um, like when I had it like big on the top, it was almost like, like Justin Timberlake, like curls like back in the early days. Right. But I never knew what to do with it. My nephew now he fucking rocks it. It's huge. It's like way up here and it looks badass, but I never had the guts to do that. And so I always just shaved it. And uh, so I'm like, you know, now I'm like, it's just easy. I, I keep it as short as possible. And I throw on a ball cap either way, you know? So yeah. I, I try, I tend to be like, yeah, it just doesn't. There's other things I care about way more than that. Right. But you guys both have beautiful heads of hair. So for now, for now, for now, <laughs> it's, it's going, it's going little yeah. by little, little by little, that forehead's turning into a five head. Just <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. I have an uh, 11 head because it goes at least a 10 because it definitely goes to the back that's a, you know that's a screen for a drive-in movie for sure yeah. <laughs> i got a projector i could totally you get do a hell of a that. reflection that off good, of that man. Thing, for sure oh when i was that's talking to my nephew that's a huge yeah. cranium <laughs> when i was talking to my nephew the other day like right now i was in my kitchen and like you could see where the lights in my ceiling were based right. on my head because right. they were like bouncing off right. clear as day so 
Yeah, I'll shield it to you. That's, that's, a, that, that's, a, <laughs> that's a panel for sure. Well, now that you brought attention to it, it is kind of bright. I know, it. right? Well, every, yeah, most of the time I think I've ever hung out with you, I've had a, a hat on because I wear it everywhere I go. Probably. So, Probably. Uh, yeah. And then the, the beard too, I grew right before I moved to Houston. And um, so now like in Houston, like I'm so used to this and I love it. Um, and, but in Houston, like nobody knows me without it. And, and Tulsa, you know, it's kind of vice versa. So uh, now this is kind of, you know, this is like a typical white boy look of like the shaved or like bald head and like beard. Um, there's, there's a lot of us out there. So I'm just like, I'm just part of the masses now. It's cool. Mm-hmm. I'm getting to the point where I'm just going to start shaving my head. So yeah. Yeah, I just don't. I never cared for the work. Yeah, are you a big Moby fan too? Is that is that what it's about? (laughs) Not so much. Oh, okay. Not so much. I was like, you know, like the beach. Do you remember the beach with Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah. Like, uh, like the soundtrack to that, whatever. I was super into that kind of stuff. Right. Just like atmospheric, like kind of electronic. I haven't seen that movie in a really long time. Yeah. Yeah. I remember liking it. I tried it a few years ago. It was interesting. It's like, yeah, I go back and forth on it, um, but uh, it has some like dated parts to it, but it's still a, a cool concept and stuff. And the chick in it that he gets with is super hot. So it's worth it for that alone. Oh, yeah, yeah. No doubt. <laughs> I, yeah, no doubt. I don't I feel know her like name, jumped, but she's pretty good. I feel like he jumped from Romeo and Juliet to that movie. <laughs> uh-huh. His career had that gap all the way in there. I, uh, I actually have been wanting to rewatch Romeo and Juliet, too. I haven't seen that in a long time. Oh, man, great um, movie. Yeah, I used to love that movie so much. I'm a big Baz Luhrmann fan. John Leguizamo. Yeah, he John so Leguizamo. Yeah. He's great, he so man. Good. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, but yeah, uh, anybody have anything else they wanted to bring up? Anything you've been yeah. watching? Or? I recently watched a movie that you mm. love. Uh-oh. Recently, as last night I even. I believe you. Okay. I watched Scream from Wes Craven. And Steven, I haven't Excellent. seen this movie since uh, it came out i guess uh, maybe on like vhs back in the day because Holy that was a thing was that existed yeah <laughs> yeah uh but uh yeah i it, it's certainly enjoyable uh it's definitely very 90s but mm-hmm. it's uh it holds up pretty well i think um it is funny to see a blockbuster video type of store in the movie uh-huh. that jamie kennedy works at um the fashion again super oh, 90s yeah. um but the uh there's a cameo appearance by somebody who they want to be freddy krueger uh as a janitor oh, yeah. or something like that <laughs> i did not remember that but that's Wes craven is that really it's the director right. yeah oh boy that is freddy krueger <laughs> yeah he dressed up uh i, I yeah I, I read about this before or whatever because they, they call him fred yes uh, principal's like oh sorry fred right. and he's just like whatever but he's wearing like the the red and green sweater and yeah. shit. And hat. It's yeah. just, it, it seems like <laughs> it seems so out of place. Like a, uh, uh, like it would be in one of the scary movie movies, you know, uh-huh. as a joke, oh, yeah, but yeah. it's just in the regular version of this property. Well, but, uh, yeah, I saw a clip the other day with Skeet Ulrich who uh, plays Billy in that movie. And he said that when he saw it after they filmed it, he was like, oh, they made a comedy. I thought we were making like a serial killer documentary. Like he wanted to like, <laughs> he thought it was like a hardcore thing. That's what he prepared for. And he didn't realize yeah. it was so funny until yeah. it like came out. So that was pretty epic. Cause I like, it's known for its comedy, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. I am a huge Scream fan and I actually finished the script this morning. I read the original script. You wrote a new one? Script. I wrote a new one. No, I wish. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I read that. I found the script online when it was still called Scary Movie. It's uh, dated like July of 95. 
And uh, it was really cool. It kind of, I'm a huge fan of that series. And so um, it kind of gave me some details I didn't know about. And there's like a few. Are you talking about Scream or Scary Movie? <laughs> I'm talking about Scream, but it's okay. called, yeah, it's hard. Oh. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I I'll stop you. saying that. It's called Scary Movie originally. Because I'm a fan of I, both. Okay, yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of that title. I wish they would have originally called it that. And then the right. Scary Movie series would have been something different. Right, right. Then but, the Scary uh, Movie would have been Scream. Yeah, yeah, right, right. It could have been whatever. Um, but it was uh, it was cool. They had a few lines that uh, are like little scenes and stuff that, you know, were, were cut or whatever. So it was kind of cool to see a little bit different. Um, but then in particular, I, I never knew this at the end. Uh, in the movie Scream, like there's like the two killers, Stu dies and then uh, uh, Billy like fights with Sydney or whatever. And she like shoots him in the head at the very end because it's like he pops up or whatever. And in this one, they're both kind of knocked out on the living room floor and she's like i'm not going to let them get up and Stu starts to stir and she steps on his chest and says this is for my mother and shoots him in the head and then she walks over to billy and says this is for your tiny weenie and shoots him in the head damn and i was like that is such a different movie what an interesting thing she says weenie instead of like dick or whatever she's yeah i'll try to find it she says and this billy stud bucket is for having an incredibly small weenie shoots him in the head wow (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay whole different thing so i'm glad yeah. what they ended up with but uh it was really mm-hmm. cool to see like an alternative version i I've, I've been trying to read some scripts here and there and uh this one was really fun for like a huge where, fan like that where so. do you think the pushback on that line came from do you think Steve Ulrich was like um <laughs> i'm in but uh can we change this i don't need to that's, have this out there you that's know? what she said i'm oh. in but uh, yeah. can we change this yeah yeah um yeah i don't know you know they uh i'm glad they did whoever suggested the change but mm-hmm. but uh it was cool though uh, i haven't seen that in a long time i should watch that again oh dude i love that first one in particular yeah uh i can't like i was 11 years old when it came out so i was just the perfect age to be scared of it right um and to like know what it was kind of doing to the horror genre like turning it upside down and like talking about it being meta and stuff um it was just the the perfect age to to kind of get sucked into that world and my wife's a huge fan too so we've we've always like liked that one i Um, think i'm dying here man (laughs) (laughs) i love i thought everybody in that movie was going to be the biggest stars on the planet and i always wanted uh i can't remember their names right now except for like their character names but Stu, i always wanted him to Matthew, Matthew Lillard. Lillard. Yeah. I'm glad that he's done some, you know, some stuff, whatever, but I thought he was going to be, and Jamie Kennedy, I thought was going to be the next huge, big comedy movie star. And then he's, you know, he's done like shows and all kinds of other stuff now, but. Um, well, Steven, are you telling me that son of the mask did not set the world ablaze? <laughs> like we all thought it would. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say maybe not quite. Okay. Okay. You know, it's one man's perspective. Yeah. Everybody's got their favorites, Brent. It's okay. That's right. Yeah. yeah um but yeah after, it's so good man if i could add something to that after yeah. uh scream and seeing uh matthew lillard in that um i saw him recently and he's in a new uh series i think on netflix and he's like a dad uh businessman oh it's, yeah it's just that role that character stuck with him so much it's hard it's hard to oh, see totally else other than that because he was so good in that and then yeah. seeing him play like this i don't know if he's like a car dealership manager uh-huh. and a businessman like that. Dad are, are you the talking about the show role. are you talking about the show good girls yeah hell yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no yeah. i like him a lot on my that wife show. loves yeah. that show yeah. and uh he he does it well but mm-hmm. it's you uh, i just always see him as mm-hmm. 
I think I'm dying here, man. Yeah. That's it. That's him. You cut me too that's deep, it. man. Yeah, you cut yeah. me too deep, man. <laughs> he did it so well. It, yeah. it just sticks. It sticks. It's like seeing Ralph Macchio as anything other than Karate Kid. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> anything. Yeah, that one's like ingrained in me for sure. Ralph yeah. Macchio, yeah. And no matter what he's in, he's been in yeah. other things and it's just, eh, there's Karate Kid. No, but yeah. he's in that show Cobra Kai. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Completely reinvented himself, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Even if and I speaking of, a, I have not started season two of that. So I haven't seen uh, Cobra Kai at all yet, but I hear amazing things about it. I really need to check yeah. it out. Hey, it's good enough. I could say yeah. that. Okay, there you go. That's what uh, I say about uh, shows and movies and entertainment. When it, when I start taking things too serious, I'm like, yeah, you know, it's good enough. Or <laughs> You're like, I'm turn it off. <laughs> yeah. I think that's yeah, that's a good. That's like the Netflix like thumbs up, thumbs down. You just right. kind of a, an easy go and yeah, rating on it. Yeah, either I had I, a good time or you know whatever. Yeah, I actually, uh, you know, Cobra Kai. It's you know, it's has its. I've seen season one of it, and it's mm-hmm. you know, it's nothing that <laughs> you're gonna write home about or anything. It's uh, it's entertaining. Yeah, I hear it's like nostalgic, um, which is cool, but it kind of you know does some new things, and I'm excited to see what they do with those characters. From what I've seen in the trailer and stuff, kind of flips them upside down a little bit from what they were. Right. So that sounds in- intriguing. Um, and then the fact that they've gotten more seasons out of it, it's like clearly they're doing something right, you know? Yeah, and, and you know what's crazy is it. because there's a lot of craze on social media about how uh, Karate Kid, Ralph Macchio, he's actually the uh, bad guy. Yeah. Daniel is the bad guy, and now everybody's taken up for Johnny. Yeah, and it's like I would never would have expected that from the like first Johnny's movie. Johnny's the real I hated Johnny. Yeah, Daniel yeah. cheated, and then <laughs> <laughs> he should have been disqualified. Yeah. It was illegal. So it's like uh, it's all over it. Yeah, that's pretty, all yeah. I'm uh I'm intrigued by that as a concept uh, of turning them around because I they did such a good job of making Cobra Kai and Johnny be such dicks in that movie and Danielson being so like respectable and and if anything just like trying to be a person and just not be bullied you know mm-hmm. uh, really but then it's like life always takes uh, you know turns or whatever and that's not the end of the story so. Um, I never thought that that would be, I never thought I needed them to revisit that. But now that it's out there, I'm like, that's a cool, like uh, that, over other things that are out there to watch, I, that sounds more intriguing. So, Steven, you want to hear some cool shit mm. is it, two seasons are out, right? But it, it originally debuted on YouTube. Yeah. Right. Okay. So um, yeah, YouTube Red, yeah. Our uh, our friend, David Hopkins, David mm-hmm. Chopkins, you know, to those of us in the know, um, he's a, a fellow podcaster. He's also a letterer for uh, comics and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, he watched the first season on YouTube, liked it. And then uh, as he was watching the second season, uh, he noticed that it uh, there was a scene that took place in a comic shop. On one of the comic racks, like in view, was a comic book that he lettered that was That's just like awesome. right there. So technically... <laughs> he's in the cobra kai verse that's cool technically yeah man Pretty good rad. for him yeah making it big he's famous yeah i'm really proud of him mm-hmm. good job yep. david yeah <laughs> um well i'm trying to think i don't know oh i did want to mention that i uh i've been telling brent so I'm, I'm a huge horror movie fan rob i watch horror movies throughout october every year and this year i was i started like september 5th because i was like fuck this year i just want to get into my my fall (laughs) stuff but um this year for the first time i've i've been going through all of the friday the 13th sequels and so i finally watched part seven the other day um which is 
what I've heard is kind of the the end of the really good ones. The next one is the Jason Takes Manhattan, and that's where I hear it gets really bad. Um, I'm intrigued to, to watch that one too, and then that'll get into like Jason X and then uh, Freddy versus Jason and stuff. But um, so far, these have been really fun. Four through six have been my favorite, but uh, it's so funny because I didn't really know. I, I watched some of these as a kid, but I've only watched the first one and maybe two in the last years like as an adult. And uh, they got kind of boring to me overall. Um, and I stopped watching them. But then the sequels just get crazier and crazier. And the seventh one, um, the Jason is a full-on zombie. And he's resurrected by a girl who uh, can, like, use her mind. She's like a... I'm trying try to think of the word right now. Um, psychokinetic. So she can, like, right. move stuff with her mind. So the the point of the movie, basically, is now Jason's not just trying to kill campers or camp counselors she's like being treated there by the lake and so it's like a zombie jason versus like a psychokinetic girl fighting him and i was like man this series has really taken a turn from just like <laughs> a, a vengeful mom in the woods you know right. uh so it was it was goofy for sure uh it was made in like <laughs> 1988 or 89 and uh it was really silly but uh overall i mean i had a good time so i've been really enjoying the series just trying to like, like you're saying rob just not taking it too seriously you know um right. I, do i enjoy it or not you know and then it's been like yeah these are these are fun so uh that was a, that was a a good one um i'm getting to the point now where they're not streaming and i don't really want to buy all of them or rent all of them so i don't know when i'll watch the next ones but uh so far i've been had a, a good dose of of jason in my life and uh i'm like i'm actually a lot more of a jason fan than i was before so it actually kind of worked yeah i feel like i'm a uh, i remember watching friday the 13th as a kid and mm -hmm. freddy krueger blew my mind you know as a kid it was mm -hmm. it was crazy watching that so it would be interesting to revisit those series because i don't think i've probably seen past uh four or five and then randomly uh I think I saw Freddy versus Jason and yeah. then, you know, Oh yeah. So I didn't, I didn't see, <laughs> I didn't see through the whole series, but it would be nice to revisit that because I've seen clips of him mm -hmm. here and there as I scroll through and uh, you know, the, remember the hospital scene where she goes flying up to the ceiling and across the walls and all oh, that. And, uh, and Freddy movies. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. 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 Freddy movies. I've been making it through that series kind of concurrently. I'm on, I'm on four right now. Um, but uh, the Jason series kind of won over a little bit. Uh, and then Brent's a big fan of the, the Freddy versus Jason, which I wasn't really at the time, so I haven't seen that in a while. But oh, uh, so yeah. Steven, you got <laughs> to get to a point to where, yeah, yeah, you got to work yeah. your way up to it uh, because it's important. You know, the continuity of yeah, both characters continuity. plays heavily into it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's very exciting. They're, they're all just goofy enough, though. Like, I was, uh, I was always much more of a, a Nightmare on Elm Street Freddy fan because he's just so interesting as a character. Right, and right. Jason is, like, literally the opposite of Freddy. He doesn't talk at all, mm -hmm. and he just lumbers around, and Freddy's, like, playing with people, you know, and messing with their minds and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and that's interesting, like, uh, how, they're, how they put them together, I guess, um, from the, the story I was reading about what Freddy versus Jason is, um, like, how it works. But uh, I, I've liked these more than i thought i would as just the simple camp counselors just guy with a machete just killing everybody i'm like it's been fun and then the freddy stuff's been cool like part three is uh dream warriors and it's like these kids have powers who are like fighting him in the dreams and it's like and like that was like also like 86 it was like 86 to 88 they're like give everybody powers to fight slashers <laughs> you know like what a weird it just they just did whatever they wanted it's so crazy so right but they've been fun to revisit so 
yeah, um, I'd, I'd like to definitely revisit them because my wife is very big into suspense. So she loves mm -hmm. suspenseful things. She doesn't like demonic things, but she loves yeah. suspenseful things. So we're always trying to find something that's interesting and suspenseful to watch. So that'd be, that'd be cool to revisit, you know, the mm -hmm. Freddie and the Jason catalog, so to speak, to go back. Yeah. And watch they're just they're like gory about, enough, yeah. right. but not like really scary, you right. know? They have right. jump scares, but they're all kind of yeah. silly. So it's like easier to get into. And yeah. Especially now that we're in October and uh, her uh -huh. birthday is her birthday and my oldest daughter, they're pretty close to Halloween. So we're going to have a little oh, cool. Halloween party. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm going to be uh, Joe Exotic and they're going to be my little tigers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very original. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, we're definitely going to have a Halloween party. So that'd be kind of cool to revisit some of those, uh, some of those old movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good time for it. Yeah, as I Steven, get closer, I have a, a whole list of stuff I got to get through. So, Steven, do you have any suspenseful stuff? Do you have any recommendations for suspenseful right. movies? For yeah, him? I, like obviously, yeah. Showgirls is top of the heap. <laughs> but oh, yeah, that that uh, pull scene is pretty scary, right? Yeah, <laughs> back there. Those convulsions, out. those convulsions yeah. are intense. Yeah. Now that you mention it, it's like hard for me to think about it. I'm I'm trying. You to, can uh, text me like a one through yeah. five. You know? Yeah, right on, man. I would totally do that. Um, well, Showgirls is the first four, and then like yeah, whatever the yeah. fifth one is, Smurfs two. You just put it on over and over again. Yeah, yeah. I had um, Rob. I had recently made this for my nephew, who again is is thirteen and he's really into horror. So I made this graphic thing of all these different movies I I wanted him to check out. Oh, that's cool. Oh, right? Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. Yeah. The oh, yeah. I just watched The Burbs not too long ago. Oh, I love The Burbs. I love man. The Burbs. It's I'm a so big, funny. That movie is right so on. Good, man. We've been trying, my my mother-in-law is not a huge horror fan, and we've been doing outdoor movies with a projector out by their pool every Saturday. So we've been watching, we watched like Hocus Pocus to kind of set off the season, and then we watched Practical Magic. So we've done like two witch things. They're like, you know, light, because they're not really horror. But I was like, I think she would dig the burbs. Like, it's like Tom Hanks and Carrie Fisher. Like, they're just so funny. And I'm like, I it's not like scary again, you know? It's just like a fun story, so... I'm trying to get her to watch it, but so far she hasn't. She hasn't the taken burbs the, is, the burbs is great. What I think we should do in these times is not only bring drive-in movies back, mm -hmm. make that a thing again on a large scale. Forget about oh, movies. That. Let's bring the drive-in movies back, make them really high tech, really mm -hmm. awesome, and then revisit like the entire catalog of like old. Oh classics. yeah, the ho Halloween time. Fill it up with Halloween movies, burbs. I mean, you name it. We could you could bring all the classics back and who wouldn't want to sit in their car and get that whole vibe yeah. of just sitting in your car and watching a movie that you watched 30 years ago with your parents or something. I'd, I think that would be such a cool feeling and vibe. Yeah. I love that time frame. I love drive-ins so much. There's a, there's a fairly famous one for drive-ins, I guess, in Tulsa that we grew up. It's uh, not a big deal. I mean, it's super <laughs> fucking popular. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> it's called the Admiral twin. Cause it has a two sided screen or whatever. Um, and, uh, I used to go there as a kid and everything and it burned down a few years ago and then they rebuilt it cause, so they could actually use it again, which is wait, awesome wait for now. Minute, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. If I remember the timeline correctly, Brent, don't even lived in nope. Oklahoma. Admiral <laughs> twin burned down. I would never burn down the Admiral fled twin to Texas. Uh, yeah, that's fled true. To Texas. That's true. You, you, <laughs> you do love the Admiral twin. Like you said, it's the two, yeah. it's like two sided screen or whatever. Yeah, A lot cool. of people will say it's the double headed dildo of drive in theater screens. It, yes. That yeah. is their slogan. Actually. I think of their, their new t-shirts, the double mm -hmm. 
double-headed dildo of Tulsa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, world famous. Uh, world famous. But yeah, I would love, there's there's um, a few things in Houston now, Rob, that are, there's like a rooftop cinema. I think they're actually like a chain of them, but they do them in Houston now. Um, and then there's one, one downtown, yeah. Yeah, there's one in like, um, uh, like not Montrose area, um, somewhere down in the, like in, in 610 somewhere. Um, that they're doing like a, a little drive-in thing. But um, I, I love the experience of that. And I think it's better for older movies too. Um, right. With new movies, I generally find that I'd I'd rather the, to like be able to hear their dialogue more and stuff. Right. But right. revisiting stuff, I grew up going to the drive-in or to theaters and stuff. Um, there's just something about that atmosphere I, I really dig. So yeah, I think that'd be awesome. And then especially yeah. if you like updated them, you know? Right, exactly. In a more modern. I think that like... Uh, I know that some of them I've seen, you know, they, they have like their concessions and stuff. Um, you can go in, but I'm like with technology now, like you should be able to be like, just order from your phone, you know, at right. your car and someone right. just walks up and brings yeah. you like awesome food or whatever, like, you know, from food trucks or whatever, like you can make it so cool. So. And have a, uh, a cool Bluetooth sound system or your yeah. car audio system to where you get the, the impact. The cool of thing. The, yeah. That way you feel it, you hear it. Yeah. Uh, that would be cool. You know? Yeah. You, utilize that new technology. Yeah, for sure. I would dig yeah, that. I know um, there's a big one out there in Tomball. So we I've never been up there. Sometime. Yeah, I used to live up in Tomball, right? Did you ever go to that drive-in? Um, so we, I think we tried to go to it one time, and the line mm-hmm. was so long to get in that I yeah. think we ended up turning around and leaving. Yeah. But, uh, I know there's a big one up there that has a lot of screens. And, cool, uh, yeah. I know they do plan on – It's called some, like Showboat. Something like that. But, yeah, yeah I think I think drive-ins are going to make a comeback. I think the social distancing thing will stick mm-hmm. with a lot of people for a really long time. Yeah. And I, I think that's here to stay for some. Some just want to get back to normality, but I, I definitely think some are still going to walk around with a six-foot yeah. stick, yeah. you know, and want their social distance. And a, a lot of people will probably permanently wear masks out in public. And in public. I wonder about that. Yeah, I think, a lot, I think it'll yeah. stick with a lot of people, especially older people. Mm-hmm. Know? I thought about it like the first time I really saw people in general wearing masks was um, after like SARS, I guess, like seeing like m- mostly like Asian people right. uh, wearing masks. And, and if they were ever here, I always be like, that's really weird. And then with COVID stuff now, obviously that's changed my mind. But I've also heard that like it's stuck in those countries after those outbreaks that they were like, well, they're just going to wear a mask if they're just sick, because if you have to be out, like you don't want to get anybody sick with anything. And right. it's like a respect thing. And I was like, I feel like, yeah, like you're saying, like it'll it'll stick around a little bit more now that we are all a little more for aware some, of that. For some. Yeah. And, so. and I think the fact that every single person in America owns a mask now because we've mm-hmm. had to to get into certain places, but I think it's just something we're always going to have. And, yeah. You know, I own be, five. I own five masks uh, that I wear that I you coordinate with my outfits right. throughout my work week. Do you really? So, yes. Yeah. Are they like different colors? Yeah. Oh, awesome, man. Different colors, designs, all of it. Yeah. What am I feeling like today? Wearing blue, guess what? Got a Navy mask. That's awesome. You know? I have a question for you guys. Have either one of you guys seen the new uh, South Park Pandemic special? Not yet. I've only no, seen clips, uh, and it was hilarious what I saw so far. Yeah. Is the whole thing good? It's so funny. And, yeah. and it's so off the wall. There's a couple of parts in it that'll, that are, uh, it'll blow your mind. Yeah. It'll trip you out. The direction that they go with part of the story. Uh-huh. <laughs> in the beginning um but uh the the way they've detailed it is so accurate mm-hmm. every single thing in it the best part of the whole thing is that Car- cartman walks around with this six foot wooden stick and like <laughs> jabs everybody there's a scene where his 
his mom's following in him into the other room. And uh, then before you know it, the mom's walking out backwards with like the stick at her head or her throat. He's like, no, mom, six feet. In that. You know, so he's like commanding everybody around with this six foot social distance stick. Oh, man. You know, of course he would. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's a really good. I highly recommend it because you'll definitely yeah. get some. I haven't laughed that hard in it since the uh, uh, Rob Schneider stick. Yeah. <laughs> Since the night before when you watch that. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I feel so like I we, we need that kind of, um, like, like Saturday Night Live returned yesterday with um, uh, Jim Carrey oh, as. Yes. Yeah. With, Jim uh, Carrey, I missed Jim it. Jim Carrey as Biden. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Man. Yeah. I can't then, believe I missed that. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like we need to, it, it's so weird because the debate was so crazy and they had so much to do with that. And then Trump getting COVID since then. And it's just like, there's so much news but so i guess they just went talk through about. with it right um but it's like i feel like we need to process it and comedy is a way to do imagine that. the like creative important. content that they have right now. oh my god oh, like too man. much though right like the i feel like they were probably scrapping scripts right now yeah left and right you know because new new news would come out and it would like everything's so important every single day that it's like uh, like that was tuesday the debate you know and then like, that feels like forever ago now so uh there's just so much going on but yeah. I mean to to have Jim Carrey on there. I mean oh, if, yeah. if I don't watch that today, that'll just be you know, that's that's definitely a priority for me today. Now yeah, that, yeah. Now that you refresh my memory on Yeah, there you go. I'm a right big on. Jim Carrey, I'm a big Jim Carrey fan. So. Uh, he's great, yeah. He's fascinating. Um he's been really interesting too. He's been in like art. He'll post art and stuff. And um Right. It, yeah, he's it, going through some life-changing stuff, yeah. I'm sure, in his creative uh and personal battles mm -hmm. and uh he's found great ways to express it art being yeah. one of them i, Sonic I the hedgehog being the other as <laughs> yeah. again hey, that movie, he was the best part of the movie that movie came out <laughs> this year this year it seems so like crazy. one thousand years ago yeah. came out 10 months ago right yeah yeah whole different world yeah but i'm Nine a big fan ago. of his you know yeah he's, for he's, sure. he's, he's so phenomenal but uh, what he's doing with his artistic uh, ability and creative content mm -hmm. uh, now is you know he's in a different place mentally he's He's definitely more woke, I guess. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, he 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 tweets and says and, mm -hmm. and a, a lot of things that'll vocal. make you think. Yeah, very vocal about a lot of things, yeah. and he has got a lot of uh, common sense and logic that he likes to spread. Um, you know, creative people have those; they live in those bubbles. I'm one of them. Um, I have to find ways to constantly try to be mm -hmm. creative, whether it be uh, singing, writing, uh, uh, being, uh, or even physical activity or sure. uh, comedic or any type of artistic outlet. You live in your head division. a Division, exactly. <laughs> short, short division. division. Yeah. <laughs> the creativity yeah. of short division is just- You gotta get uh. it, you have to find a way to get it out, yeah. 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 Oh man, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, you gotta find your ways. It's, it's funny to think back um, for him, like you said, being more woke and vocal and stuff now, and then think back of him doing like Fire Marshal Bill on In Living Color. And, Man, that, you know? In Living Color, speaking uh, of, I have those DVDs and I'd like to yeah. relive all of those as well. I and, loved uh, that show so him much. Him on Living Color. When him and Damon Wayans do The Evangelists. Oh, I don't is, know that. If you haven't seen yeah. The Evangelist, Jim Carrey, Damon awesome. Wayans skit, it is one of the best skits besides, uh, you know, uh, fire marshal bill that yeah. was everyone in living color man incredible talk yeah, about the creative content that that stuff would never oh, be allowed on tv these days never yeah and yeah, it was they the really pushed the, the line yeah the envelope oh they yeah they pushed the envelope same with south park i don't know how south park gets away with what they get away oh, yeah. with they are grandfathered <laughs> into yeah. uh, 
their their content what they what is allowed yeah on there is absurd are they still is that like a comedy central thing yeah or is that uh yeah like where you watched it i guess whatever because i need to try yeah. to find out how to watch Com- yeah comedy it's you can stream it right off comedy central yeah cool Incredible. i need to check that out but uh check it yeah out, i was super into the fly girls growing up oh, um j-lo baby yeah. so she got her started yeah so good i but uh, i don't really remember her right i've seen pictures of her now but it's like i wonder you know uh when I cranked one out to those girls when I was, you know, as a little bitty or whatever, was she one of them? She was so <laughs> Did I not know? <laughs> she was so fly, man. Yeah. And um, living color in general, uh, you know, all those guys. You think about some of those skits like Handyman. Do you remember Handyman when Damon Wayne? Uh-uh. That he was the handicapped superhero. Oh yeah, yeah they had like a yeah. movie, where he was, right? Where he was, he, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Blank Man. Blank Man. I used to Blank love man Blank Man. Is oh, that incredible. couldn't be that incredible. Yeah. But Handyman was better because yeah. he. He pushed the handicap envelope. It's so extreme. He he was like crippled and he would throw himself out the window. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> to save. And, uh, you know, some of those skits man. are just so off the wall, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking That's at the pictures classic. again. Just even, yeah, the fact that they did that, just just. Vera DeMilo, the female like, bodybuilder. Yes. Jim Carrey was the female yes, bodybuilder. with the little bikinis. Yeah. And the hair, like the. That, the talk about pictures. the original uh, Lion uh, Tiger King. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was uh, he Jim Carrey. I mean, like all of those guys at that time. That was that was pretty unique time period. I think what they were doing is kind of magical. But uh, Jim Carrey in particular, like some of that stuff is really like I think I think looking back on it, it's like just pure comedy. Like you can really see it coming out of them, you know, passionately, whatever. Um, yeah, it's just cool to to kind of go back and see that stuff, and then like going into his movie career and everything. But right. he always just had that something special, you know. I mean, because I think SNL denied him, right? So Living Color. Yeah. And then you look at what Jamie Foxx did, Damon Wayne. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what's his name? Um, I saw him. Uh, Tommy Davidson. Was Tommy Davidson? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. he was in there. Yeah. And then yeah. Uh, um, what's the other guy's name? Dave. David Allen Greer. David Allen Greer. Oh, God, I forgot about him. I just love David him. Allen Greer, man. Hell I yeah. saw him and I saw Tommy Davidson mm-hmm. in, uh, live when they did their uh, stand-up in Houston incredible oh, cool it was so good what a good set man good i forgot set. about tommy davidson on there so you want uh, to see uh yeah tommy davidson uh, jamie fox and tommy davidson and booty mm-hmm. call and then uh then go watch in the army now with david allen <laughs> it's so good <laughs> i've been thinking about in the army now i randomly that popped in my head the other day and i was like i haven't seen it in so long i just I randomly to watch watched it with my wife. Of it. yeah you watched it recently yeah yeah, about a, about a month ago, you know, yeah, awesome. just a just a quarantine day, and we're, I'm like, have there you, you ever seen this? And she's yeah. like, no. so I put it on and uh, ended something up being stupid, super funny. Yeah, yeah. I've just been wanting to like watch uh, Son-in-Law as well. Son-in-Law is good. Yeah, I haven't seen that in years, but I used to love that I movie seen so much. In years, but that's a good yeah. one. Yeah, Bobby had his a little streak. Remember Bio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Biodome yeah, for sure. Baldwin. Yeah, I was in his movie. Do what? A goofy movie. He's in that. As himself, oh, yeah. essentially, yeah. <laughs> the Leaning Tower of Cheese. Yeah. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He had a good run there for a while too. Um, but like, uh, definitely like a time capsule. Like, I don't really need right. anything new from Polly Shore, but I really like Polly Shore, like in the early '90s. Mm-hmm. Right. Just leave him there, and that was good. Right, right. He had a good streak, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, I guess he had a, a stigma, or he had yeah. just a character that was just so embedded into him that 
you know, he couldn't shake that, but he's still relevant. I mean, well, not now, not that the comedy stores are closed. His mom just died because she mm. owns the comedy store in Los Angeles, which is the hub of oh yeah, wow. all comics. That's where mm-hmm. all the best comics in LA and Hollywood and from around go to practice their sets and work on their material. Yeah. And, uh, he, he's still there, but his, his mom just died, but That's she's sad. the one who gave all these comics, you know, crazy careers, putting them in the comedy store and making them famous and letting them work their stuff out. LA has that big comic comedy mm-hmm. scene, but now mm-hmm. that Rogan packed his shit and moved to Texas, he's going to open a, a comedy club out oh, there, really? open a comedy club club, either on his ranch or on his property out there in mm-hmm. Austin. And uh, I think that'll do well because he's going to bring podcasting to mm-hmm. Texas. All the people that are going to be on his show, it's going to uh, make Austin boom. I think, especially with the comedy scene, I think he's going to create a, a very massive comedy scene there to go along hey, with the live music industry uh, quick quick side note steven uh if you, mm-hmm. if you want to go ahead and reach out um and service <laughs> a, a spot um <laughs> that ranch sounds pretty cool i know we started out not Hell wanting yeah. listeners but now it'd be it'd, it'd kind of be okay you know, make, some, make some money off this motherfucker. i was gonna say i thought we were making i was making podcasting huge in texas um but i don't yeah, have a ranch yeah. so yeah, right. And maybe maybe a few few million listeners, you know. Yeah. We average more in the fifty range. You know, Look, I, I will advertise <laughs> creatine million. shakes. It's fine. <laughs> we can do it. Yeah, it'll work out. Um, yeah. yeah, it's uh, that'd be cool though. I think uh, Austin is such a a cool city, and it's like booming so much. Um, but it's interesting to to see him kind of come back out there and uh, or come come out there. I guess you know, and well, uh, escape from Los yeah. Angeles and California and all the bs you know mm-hmm. and, and go to a place like houston where you can be uh, not houston texas Austin. yeah you can you know be free basically spread out yeah we've been about as you like we've been talking about uh going we want to find like a, an airbnb or something just to escape so we've been looking at austin's you know like hiking areas and stuff now that it's finally yeah. cooler here we're like oh we won't die in the heat you know trying to go around so but i'm like that's it's a nice area to visit um some of the lakes and stuff around there so we're gonna we're gonna try to make a trip pretty soon out there it's been a, yeah, Austin, been a, a bit. Place. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's a great place. Um, if I had to end, end up back in Texas, it would be, it would be somewhere around yeah. there. By the time this mass exodus and everybody ends up settling down in Austin, Austin's going to be such a, a large and completely different place. Yeah. It used to be a really cool, small, quaint, quiet, beautiful town. And uh, it just doesn't have the infrastructure to support yeah. all the people that are moving there and all the things that are going to be happening. So it's going to go through a massive yeah it, it has been yeah it's, it's getting worse yeah it's like is it i-35 that runs through yeah uh yeah and they say it's like they need to expand it like crazy but there's lot. yeah there's just not there's so many people that rushed in so fast over the years right. that they're like there's and just are still no and are still rushing in yeah people are moving here moving here right and left and uh, a lot of the entertainers also because mm. he's made such a big splash about it yeah you know, they want to follow and yeah. uh, just people in general uh want to head out it just seems like it's the trending thing to do right now mm-hmm. well i mean on i-35 that mustache wax factory built on either side of it and it's just like <laughs> they're not willing to tear down one of the the sides you know so it's just like what are, what are they supposed to do it's a real conundrum they've yeah they've got a base there in austin you know <laughs> you can't break that up no you can't you know it's an institution so yeah, gotta right. keep it gotta keep it tight right yep well, uh, this has been uh, this has been really good, man. Um, so far, uh, uh, I think we're about halfway through 
no, I'm joking. We're, uh, we're about <laughs> wrapping up. Um, but I was curious if you guys, if either of you had anything you wanted to add or, or, uh, Rob, if you wanted to plug any social media or anything, if you have a SoundCloud or whatever. I don't have a SoundCloud. I wish I had the balls to have a SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a, a cloud conscience that doesn't let me do that. My stage, right. Yeah. But uh, maybe one day I will. Uh, my Instagram is, uh, I think, uh, Osborne Inc. O-S-B-O-R-N-E-I-N-C. But uh, you're going to find nothing but family stuff on there. Nothing too yeah, crazy. Too fair enough. You know, I'm just a, a pretty simple guy, but I love it. I think you guys are definitely more pop cultured than I am. I'm more of a, a classic guy, but, uh, you know. I'm going to take that as a compliment. Uh, <laughs> you guys are definitely more, more well-versed in names yeah. and, and, and you know, oh, I'm steeped in it in a horrible way. I can't right. kick claw my way out. But uh, yeah, but you actually have a family. So you have, you have people to take care of and whatever. Right. Yeah. 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 My, my time on catching up on series yeah. and movies is very limited. Oh, for, yeah. For us to be able to actually sit down and get through a, a single show, much yeah. less a series or, for sure. or anything like that is yeah. just unheard of. Like the fact that I've actually had peace and quiet for an hour and a half is a miracle. There you go. Well, I hope so, it was enjoyable. It, while it, you had it the definitely time, was. You know? It was fun. And I look forward to the uh, uh, recommendations. That, that yeah, I'll send you some, man. Be sending me and uh, some suspenseful things to watch and be entertained by. But uh, it's definitely sure. been fun. I appreciate the invite. It's good to see you, man. I haven't seen you in a long time. Yeah, for sure. You know? And uh, when I have, it's been like a. Uh, you look like a pedophile hiding out in the car waiting to get, to get your next fix. That's what Brent, that's what Brent <laughs> your, tells me every your, time. With your hat on, very introverted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just jerking it under a trench coat. That's right. Hey, but uh, it's been fun. It's good to see you uh, open up and be a little yeah, more right on, man. And, uh, get to know you a little more. So it's, 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 it's been great. Brent, nice to meet you, man. Uh, I nice hope we to get you, to uh, talk and chat a little more. I hope I was uh, as versed as. Uh, no, this is, yeah, this is like a have the conversation and share some things with you guys. So it's been great. We've, uh, so on our show, we, we do a lot of different random stuff. Sometimes we play different games. We've had, um, we do like a, a pop culture combat where we like put two different things together and, and battle it out or whatever. Uh, lately we've been doing these like pop culture fantasy drafts where we have like some sort of goal and we have like seven team members from different things we got to pull together. So when we have guests on lately, we've just been, you know, trying to do like a, a an intro one like this, where it's like just get kind of get to know you. Um, yeah. But hopefully, when people come back, when they roll back through, you know, we can do something like a little more specific or, or right. whatever. So yeah. uh, maybe another time we can we can do something like that with you. So yeah, it's been fun, man. Uh, we'll have to do like a Zoom jam session one day or something yeah, that'd too, be awesome. because that's what it seems like a lot of musicians are doing that also Zoom jam mm -hmm. sessions and Zoom bands and uh, so you never know what's in the what's in. The I future. mean, yeah utilize the technology while we have it. Right. 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 I remember, uh, years ago, quick story. Uh, we had a, a friend, um, like out of high school and stuff. He would play music at our parties or whatever. He was the guy always with a acoustic guitar or whatever. And he and I used to talk, it was like, you know, 20 or 2004, 2005. And at that time with the internet, you know, we were like, man, it'd be great if you could just like over a distance, you could like write a song with someone, but there was like nothing like YouTube wasn't even invented yet. You know, like there was right. no way to like coordinate that. And like, just a few short years later, you know, now we, we have all these things we can do. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, Especially now that we can't see each other, you know, right. COVID. Yeah. So, yeah, you never know because I have a uh, electronic drum set mm -hmm. and I have an electronic guitar, so I can plug my stuff in. Oh my yeah. Cool. And I have a mic, so I can plug all that stuff in directly. And, yeah. uh, and uh, you never know, we may be able to get a little jam session or something. That'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah and what we do usually uh, besides zoom if brent and i are just recording we just use garage band 
to right. uh, we, we record our own audio that way it's like a little bit better the quality right. you know it's just directly in Right. Um, so that's like, yeah, we could like jam and then, you know, throw the files together or whatever to make them like cleaner and everything. So that'd be cool, man. Yeah. I've Give seen a uh, post, post Malone did a really good successful jam session with, um, uh, Travis Barker. Uh, we can, we can jam with them. You got, yeah, yeah sure. Okay. I'll just hit them up. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know them, right? They're in California. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, actually he's in Utah and Cali. But, oh, well, uh, there you go. You should watch on YouTube. They have a collaboration. Uh, they did, uh, uh Nirvana remakes. Oh, that's cool. Pretty cool jam session. Yeah, right on. All, all through Zoom, so check it out. But uh, yeah, go. man, thanks for having me on, and I look forward to uh, talking to and seeing you guys again. Yeah, right on. So uh, we're just going to finish out our plugs real quick, so you can rate and review us on our your favorite podcast app. You can contact us through the uh, info in the show notes below if you uh, would like to email us or find us on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, other than that, Brent, anything else from you? Yeah, we were talking about, you know, you know, jam session on camera here. Um, if you want to see me play the skin flute, again, get at me at the OnlyFans, you know, just a nominal monthly fee. It's, I, I assure you it's worth it. Uh, I've got some stuff coming up with the sponge I'm going to cube up. Oh, I don't yeah. know the spoilies, but uh, yeah, get at me. Um, also, it's uh, at brown guy underscore white butthole. Is that right? Yes. You rem- thank you for remembering the, the underscore. Thing. Yeah. That, a lot you of people it. leave that out. They're like, is that a hyphen? Like if you handwrite yeah. it or whatever, it's like, no, it's an underscore. It's like takes the place of a space. It's a you, you, you want to get the right is. one. Yeah, you went exactly. to hacker school. You get yep. it. Yeah. Yeah. Did. Yeah. If you want to see Brent put his wife's wedding ring on his dick, hit him up on OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. I mean it's Charcoal like in the booty hole. OnlyFans. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> Charcoal toothpaste. Oh man, <laughs> I like that this is a that you're willing to share this on this show too. It's not like you're trying to hide your face on OnlyFans. You're you're definitely promoting it. Yeah, you know, wherever I can have the fame hit, you know, yeah, we appreciate the free content. Thanks for yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> well, check out Brent on OnlyFans, uh-huh. uh, and uh, he's looking for his first subscriber. So if anybody yeah. could do that, could be that first step. That'd be really great for his self-esteem he has a hundred videos up not a single view yet yeah i sent a link to my grandma and everything (laughs) but she's just not willing to take the the dive she's yeah you know it's older older people it's harder to get online i'm afraid her body will just like immediately turn to ash and and dust much as if Mm -hmm. she were to step into a volcano so you know there you go one of those things Mm -hmm. either way only fans forward slash diamond dick that's right (laughs) (laughs) diamond dick that actually kind of works like i would go to that at least check it out you know check it out yeah be like uh yeah if it's is it made of diamonds is it does it just have a ring on it can he it, get it, it off it, it, is it, it just, just as hard just as one? Has a ring yeah. yeah oh yeah as hard as a diamond maybe yeah. it's like maybe all the videos are just you progressively trying to get that ring off and you just move it like an inch each time you know <sighs> yeah all i know is there's lots of segues that could lead that that could lead to with that name so yeah mm-hmm. it's welcome. gonna open up things much You're like welcome charcoal in the booty hole that's right all right well uh that's our first hit song for our zoom jam session i gotta write that out yeah (laughs) it's not gonna be a kid-friendly song but it's gonna be a good song it'll be a good time we can make a kid's bot version of it it's okay cool yeah a few words yeah okay yeah so they gotta learn them yeah just you know shove it in the face it's all right uh well uh thank you rob again for joining us um and uh otherwise uh everybody thanks for listening so until next time i'm steven i'm brent i'm rob all right and let's talk later appreciate it
uh, right before we were recording, we were talking about uh, Grandma's Dying and Dante's Peak. Um, Dante's Peak. Which, you know, is uh, Bad News Bears. Amanda and I, my, my wife and I watched that the other day. And it was uh, it was fun, man. I, I really like those 90s action, like action adventure movies and stuff, all those like disaster movies. And uh, it really held up. I had a lot of good fun with it, even though the grandma burns her legs off for everybody. So, uh, you know, I remember that scene very vividly. And uh, I think I was older in age. So I can imagine like a younger kid watching that. Oh, movie yeah. And then watching grandma grab onto the. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> just, just literally melting, disintegrating. It's like that part in, uh, you remember that movie, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, where uh, hey. I think it's Christopher hey. Lloyd, where he just kind of does the meltdown. That's how you yeah. picture the legs in the volcano. <laughs> That's funny because even that was like super freaky uh, in Roger Rabbit. Uh, growing up but it's like cartoony and that's as well. a kid's movie yeah yeah but it's like it was so fucked up i still kind of remember you watch that. that now yeah i haven't seen it in a long time Britain, i keep watching or keep talking about watching it but we haven't gotten to it yet mm-hmm. yeah the whole idea of you watch it now and you look back at jessica rabbit oh god yeah she's like this volu- voluptuous sex symbol and yeah. then roger and then you've got this psychopath and then well a couple of psychopaths in that movie mm-hmm. and then uh you think this is for kids like when you watch beetlejuice yeah you look at that yeah like, wait a second literally it beetlejuice was on tv yesterday and i saw the scene where um uh was it uh good lord her name has skipped my mind she's in schitt's creek uh the mom oh um uh Catherine or kathleen ah, fuck i can't remember her like, name right now she's so i was gonna funny. say gina davis <laughs> <laughs> well it was the scene where gina davis is like hanging up in the closet and they're like trying oh, yeah. to scare the new family that's moving right. in and she rips her face off and like her eyeballs pop out and everything yeah like, wow this was I remember seeing this as a child. Yeah. <laughs> this is insane. But yeah, it's just, it's not, it's, it's so not scary now that it's just like on free form midday. I know. And that funny you know, like right. changes. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, is like, as a dad, that stuff is no big deal. When you yeah. watch it, it's like, it's so cheesy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but it's yeah. like, but it's like, do I want my kids looking at that and then yeah. not being able to sleep at night? It's <laughs> yeah, it's it's really no big deal because you can watch it as a kid. It didn't affect me as a kid, but I remember it. Mm-hmm. So I know they're gonna remember it, and they'll probably definitely lose sleep over the slightest thing. I think my my youngest is still complaining about. I don't know her. She watched something on YouTube with my other daughter the other day, and it had I don't know like a scary face or something in it, and. She's still losing sleep over it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I can imagine like skin melting off the bones or uh, like I was going to watch. Uh, I told my wife, hey, let's watch Edward Scissorhands. Mm-hmm. And she's like, uh, no, that's not a kid's movie. I'm like, it's not a kid's movie. Oh, I've always it's thought so that was cheesy. a kid's movie. <laughs> it's so cheesy. Yeah. But I guess, you know, just certain parts in it that we overlook. We remember uh-huh. nothing because we were so used to just seeing, you know, it was uh, things were more edited back then. but things were more innocent so they could get away with um you know like cheesy gross stuff mm-hmm. you know what i mean these days it's like outrage culture everybody's sensitive Can't, don't put that in there it'd be freaky yeah i've wondered because uh my nephew's 13 and he's super into horror stuff he has been since he was like four years old and my sister was like so worried about it at first like he loves all this crazy stuff. And I'm like, I loved it when I grew up and I watched all kinds of shit. She did too. My parents really didn't check up on us for anything growing up. We could watch like whatever. So we watched a lot of scary shit. And it, I, I mean, like, I don't know, it kind of affected me, but not really. I mean, I'm fine. And I really like the stuff I like. So I'm like, I encourage him right. and stuff, you know? 
Um, right. But also in the, in the 80s, a lot of that stuff was like practical effects. And some of it was really fucking gross, but it was also like a lot of times like it looks fake, even if it's really creepy, like like Poltergeist is like PG. And there's like a, another dude who like rips off his face because he's like in the mirror, like imagining that it's melting and he's like ripping his eyeballs out and shit. It's fucked up. But it's like I watched that ever since I was little bitty, you know, and it didn't really do much to me. But uh, and I love it, you know, looking back on it, it's so cool now. So, yeah, but Stephen, don't you think that seeing some of this like horrific imagery as a child has affected your ability to understand why people like hamburgers and you don't? <laughs> damn it, bro. Don't bring that up in front of Rob. <laughs> you don't like hamburgers? Oh, God yeah. damn it. What the hell? All right, I, I got to go. I'll leave you guys to this. Uh, <laughs> you check back in in a couple hours. <laughs> is it is it just hamburgers? I growing up, I've never really liked hamburgers. My my dad makes a really good burger apparently because everybody I know loves them. So it's not like I grew up on like shitty food or whatever. Uh, I just have never liked like the unseasoned, like even if it's seasoned, or whatever. Like it's just like meat patties. I don't get it. Right. I like there's hamburger a, a specific stuff. word. There's a specific word that you use. What? What is it? You called it a meat puck. A meat puck. Yes. Yeah. It I, looks I, like mean, a, I get that. Yeah. It's I just not for me. That. I can understand that. I personally yeah. think that every single piece of meat I consume should be seasoned <laughs> and grilled over a flaming yeah gr over, char grill. Yes. If it doesn't have yes. grill lines, don't even put it in front of me. Yeah. I don't want to see it. I don't want to taste it. Nothing. Like so, a burger that's not yeah. char grilled is not a burger to me. <laughs> you need it specific like that. So my thing also is like, I don't like a lot of the condiments that go on burgers. Right. I don't like, I don't eat ketchup. It's too much. It's too busy. Yeah. And like, and then it's like mayonnaise and mustard. I'm like, whoa, whoa, everybody get you out of here. You can always like, do meat cheese bun. I mean, I know. Yeah, a lot that's, of so I've tried that even recently. I think I sent Brent like a video, I think last year before all this shit was, you know, going down. And uh, we had like a little barbecue and people making burgers and I'll usually eat like a hot dog, you know, at any kind of cookout, whatever. So that's always fine. But I finally tried one and I was just like, at best, I was like, it was okay. Like, I just didn't, <laughs> I don't understand the fuss. And you said uh, you've had so, yeah. good burgers. Yeah, I, 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 I actually even make good burgers. Apparently my wife loves burgers and she likes my burgers a lot. I just don't, you know, don't care for it myself. I mean, so hey, to each his own, man. You know what I mean? Well, I appreciate that. Do you can to, to, to like even this out? Do you have any weird foods that people generally like that you don't like? Uh, Brent's easy. He eats anything. So I really see, do. Yeah. Not a yeah, picky I'm, eater. I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm not a picky eater. I haven't, um, I'm not on big on a uh, fungi. <laughs> I'm yeah, not a mushroom yeah. guy. Me neither. I'm, not yeah. a I'm a, I have a thing with textures. So yeah. like the slimy part of tomatoes, uh, uh mm -hmm. mushrooms, even though mushrooms are now that I'm getting older, I can tolerate them on like pizza and stuff. Cause it's kind of meaty. It has like a little yeah. meaty texture, but I've never been a fan of mushrooms. Um, you know, other than that, I, I'm I'm pretty easy, man. I, I love I love to eat. I love food. Yeah. So I love to cook. So mm -hmm. I, I love flavors. But uh, I do have a funny thing about certain textures. You know? I'm with you with mushrooms for sure. I don't remember if Brent, if I know if you like mushrooms or not. Stephen, as previously stated, <laughs> like everything, not a picky eater. So bring it on. Do you like them? Would you yeah. add them to a pizza? I actively like we mm -hmm. buy mushrooms to like put in like food or whatever. Yeah. So we've got these um full like mushroom mushrooms. I don't know. I don't I don't know what they are. Like I don't I don't they're know. Not like sliced. No. They're like yeah, yeah, yeah. they're like whole mushrooms essentially yeah. like the white ones or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I will actually like eat one of those whole as we're oh, like wow. 
you know, working on food in the kitchen. My, I just kind of gagged a little bit inside. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's that texture. I'm like, Ugh. Yeah. it's like uh, even man. touching. I'm like, no, Ugh. no and Stephen, Stephen, I also like ketchup. Of I don't course, know if I knew I about mean, the ketchup thing, to be honest with you. You may uh, have mentioned it, but it may have yeah. been overshadowed, overshadowed by your lack of uh, burger truthiness. It's that the burger is a, carries a lot of weight for people. That's a hard mm-hmm. one for people to accept about me. I'm glad I'm glad that Rob accepted me hey, about skip that. Skip the burger, go straight to the <laughs> steak, man. There you go. See, I'm all about a steak. Yeah, that's awesome. Go straight to the steak. Yeah. Do and Philly then, yeah. cheese. Cut out. I actually have never had Don't a Philly cheese before. Really? Yeah. Even. I feel like I would what, get into that, but but I don't wow. know where to like. I don't trust anybody in Houston. I don't know where to go, right. you know, to right. get a good one. There's like right. there's like Papa. You can always Charlie. hit up the authentic um, Philly cheesesteak in the mall. There you go. <laughs> That's where I need to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's as Philly as it gets, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I mean that might be the best one around. Yeah, honestly, yeah. it could so very well be. Sharpstown Mall Philly cheesesteak. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. I used to work down authentic. there. Yeah um so i think uh, i think we should we should sync with uh not a fun guy not a fun guy okay Mm -hmm. all right we can do that all right cool brent you want to count us down we'll all just say it at the same time sure not a fun guy on three one two three not Not a fun fun guy. guy